Excuse me. <laughs> Welcome to another Off the Record podcast live edition. The real Off the Record. We had the name first. Listen, I'm going to say this again. He can call my lawyers if he want to. We got to go there. I'm trying to keep it cool, but we had the name first. Anyway, fellas, we're back. I got to say that every episode. The gang is here plus two. No, minus one, plus two. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves. You recognize one that's been with us for the last two episodes. He's here to close out the trilogy of this Kanye doc genius, Udi, the wildest way. Say what's up to the people. Hey, good, good, good evening, everybody. Um, back, like to say, if this is the trilogy, The Awakening. I'm so excited. Uh, this has been fun the last couple of weeks. Uh, talking with my brothers about this great genius, Kanye West. So I'm excited. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Word. Now, listen, we got another special guest. Is another brother of ours. We talking 20 plus years. Um, I'm going to let him speak for himself. Mr. Marble Man, what's up, man? What's going on, man? What's going on? I'm super excited to be on. Um, it's Marble Marv's here. I'm ready to talk about Kanye. Uh, and then, I guess, his uh, director as well, because it was a lot to, <laughs> to cover on that front. <laughs> yes. um, but no, super excited to be here with y'all, man. You know, the chemistry is amazing. Um, so ready to get into it. What's it that's, and we appreciate you being on, first of all. Um, kind of short notice. It was just kind of like, yo, come on and talk. He was like, all right. That <laughs> so you're here, and then the regular game, Quan. What's up, man? Say what's good to the people. What's up, peoples? What's up, folks? Hope everybody doing well. Beautiful night, beautiful evening. About to get into part tray of the uh, the Kanye Doctor Awakening with my brothers, man. For sure. And OTR Brandon, I just finished some okay. finger licking chinking over there. <laughs> nah, man, I had some. I had some- I had some leftover shrimp. Diafrolo. Di- I don't even know how to pronounce it. Excuse my ignorance. That shit was banging. That shit was banging. Nice and spicy, son. Word. So, uh, say, was, say what's good to the people, though. Oh, what up, what up, what up, what up, y'all? Sorry I missed the last episode. Brother been working. But, um, hey, we all been working. So, what up? And, and then we're missing Alex, who is... Uh, I think Alex is on another show tonight. So... Salute to him. Check that out. He'll be back next week, I'm sure. So, gang, y'all ready to get into this? All right. So, listen, listen, man. This is part three or act three of Genius, the documentary. This one was, yo, this one was interesting to say. Well, hold up. You know what? I'm wrong. Before we go there, I like to, I like to start here because we did this last week. <laughs> oh, you witnessed this. We did this last week, so let's get this out of the way now. Okay. <laughs> I like to call this one. Shout out to the listeners, watchers, and subscribers. Man, I'm gonna read off some of the comments. We can bounce off what they said. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and go man. and go from there. Now, last week, man, they had they had some heat for your boys, um, especially our guy Alex, who isn't here. Um, but yo, this week it isn't as bad as it was last week. So shout out to everybody that checked it out. So let's start here. Ben Real said, "Great episode, family. Just subscribe, Ben Real. We appreciate you subscribing, bro." Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ben Real, thank you, brother. Dave Vaughn, my man. Dave Vaughn said, "Skip 
<laughs> Skip it times MJ equals Wallace times Yay. <laughs> Damn. Love the show, fellas. OTR. <laughs> hashtag OTR. Hashtag G. <laughs> Jay Rogers said Alex and Wallace are biased on opposite ends of the spectrum. Both of their views are extreme. You wanna you wanna you wanna go at that old? Yeah, um, I, you know, <laughs> first of all, thank you for the comments. I love them all. Um, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, I'm sure they all play a role in it. Um, I want to say, it's, you know what, if you want to say it's extreme, yes, I am a Kanye fan. All right, I've seen the guy in concert twice. I think he's a special talent. Um, but, you know, I, I, I do, you know, the people who I like, I tend to be extreme, you know. I'm a Kobe extremist, you know. That's my guy. I don't like LeBron like that. And, and, and people get that confused. I like my guys. And my guys is Kobe, Shaq, Kanye, and a certain other cat. So I can Wait, see it being You extreme. don't like LeBron? Is that did... <laughs> Not, not as much. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> he's not. He's not my guy. He's he's an incredible player. Top five, top seven, whatever you want to put him. Great guy. I love what he does with the community. He's an incredible basketball player. He's not my guy though. I'm not going to be cheering for him. I'm not going to be like the LeBron stands. You know that he's not my guy. He's just not. <laughs> All right, back back to yeah, because that's a whole another episode right there. That's a whole another episode right there. Man. Okay, so let me see if this uh, we already did that one, so let's move on to the next one. Jay Rising also said it's interesting. Alex considered caught a charlatan, and he has Barack Obama book in the background. Interesting. Hashtag, hashtag the pot. The pot. He also says, Alex, you're biracial. How do you have the same skin color as Kanye? You're y'all are not the same. Now I, ha- I had to respond to this one. Because I'm like, uh, bro, he's not biracial. But it, <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, what, yeah, what wait man, I don't know about that one. But okay. And he tried to tell me he wasn't black. And I was like, okay, bro, but he is black. But anyway, hey, we welcome all comments and all smoke, as you can see. So sure, we get back sure. at you. But anyway, Jay Roger, we appreciate you. Oh, that's been real. We already did that one. Uh, Rara said, big ups to you guys. You all have your own opinions, which makes for interesting conversation. Shout out the wildest way. Don't always agree with him, but I love the way he presents his thoughts and actively listens. The visceral hate in artist versus rapper point. Uh, bingo. OTR Mike, great moderator. You let people have their say, but really back when he gets off track. Rah, rah. Totally Appreciate respect you, bro. That, rah, rah. Respect. Respect. <clears throat> Absolutely. Thank you for that, Ra. Yeah, we appreciate that. Let me see if that's all. I think I thought I had another one in here. Um, but I think that's no, it. Oh, skip, skip MJ. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, that's just funny. Now that's funny. So but I think <laughs> I think that's it. So shout out to the people that left comments and that's, that's checking funny. it out, man. We appreciate y'all tuning in. Like uh Dao said, good, bad, or indifferent. We welcome all. So keep them coming. Keep checking it out. Now let's get into the actual documentary, fellas. Again, man, like we said, this one was, to me, it was a little lackluster, right? Yeah. I mean, it, 
I think it was. So, you know, you know, and, and all of you guys will get this. This to me was like season three of the wire. Was it season three or two? Where they, where they, when they the met docks. the connect? Two, yeah, on the two, yeah, two was on the dock. Two. two. Yeah. So, where it was kind of the most boring mm-hmm. uh, season, but it was the most important season. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think season two was boring, but go ahead. That's a whole. No, I mean, I mean, something well, well. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm the guy season, season, no, nah, season two was lit. What? Yeah, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Make your point. Make your point. I, no, I, I don't. <laughs> I don't think it was. I mean, to most people, right? It wasn't the most. Yeah. You yeah, know, yeah. after coming off of season one, right, you know right. what I'm saying? Like, mm. it was important. It tied everything together, but it wasn't as lit as the other seasons. And mm. I kind of. You know, liking this this episode to that kind of like you know it was it didn't have that action pack type thing going on with it, but it was it was nonetheless an important uh, episode, I, I would say. So, who want to jump in first, man? Get their thoughts on this one. You oh well, I was just gonna make one quick point because you know it's funny when you you were saying that, um, and it it, it was uh, it made me think of something. It's like when people get older, it's not as fun. <laughs> so, like early, so like early on, Kanye night 17, you know, nobody knows anything. It's exciting because no one knows anything. And he's living in an apartment and trying to figure things out and yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, as he got older and as he got more famous, he got more distant and it just got more boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the stuff that he was covering early on, I wish it would have been more of what, his other albums were like, you know, in between before it went to, you know, um, the religious album. Um, mm-hmm. But, but I, I feel like some of the stuff he was talking about and just in general and rapping about and stuff, I don't know, like early on, I felt like Kanye had a, had a movement. And then I feel like later on, especially on that ranch situation, I don't know what was going on there. It just felt like it was boring. It just wasn't anything. No, like Rick Rubin even was like, "You want me to come over to the ranch? Hey, uh, I'm going to fly in and like, fly out. Like, I gotta stay over. I mean, <laughs> no, I want to go home and eat popcorn and watch like Netflix. Like, I want to hang out with you. And that's a good point too, yeah. because it. I mean, I guess it, I, that makes that makes sense. That I guess it did get you know. Like you said, the more famous you get, it's like, all right, yo, we used to that now. Like, mm-hmm. we just need good, good music from you or whatever you're doing at that point, and we expect it now. Mm-hmm. So, when you got college dropout and then even leading into the registration, it was still like, all right, college dropout came, yo, this shit is dope. All right, but you mm-hmm. can't. Let's see if you can do it again. Right. All right, mm-hmm. and then you prove you can do it again. Now everything you drop from that point on, it's an expectation. So, mm-hmm. ooh. What's your yeah. thoughts on, on 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 this the the whole picture of this this episode? Yeah, the whole picture of this episode. Like I was talking to uh, Marvel earlier um, before we got on. I usually download the, the doc right and then go go on my Peloton um, bike and and do like you know a 20, 30 mile or whatever. You oh, know? you had to let us know you had a Peloton dog. Well, it's Peloton like. Oh, okay, um, so, <laughs> Pelotonic. <laughs> so so I, I so I watch these episodes, you know what I'm saying? I'm doing my thing, and like the first two, I'm pumped and shit. I'm grinding through it, right? 
this episode, I only could do like maybe 20, 30 minutes of it. Mm -hmm. It was so draining. Mm -hmm. It wasn't exciting. It it didn't drag me, it didn't pull me in. But then when you when you kind of break it down, like um the dude says, they were apart for eight years. And so they're two different people by the time they get back together and do the Donda Jesus uh is king um sessions and stuff. So you could feel that energy or lack thereof. And that's what this episode encapsulates. Like it just wasn't it, it was like Marvel's, it was boring. Yeah, he was, was more just dry. like a king, he was more just like a cameraman instead of yes, yeah. he was like this isn't my boy yeah. anymore. This is yeah. just somebody. And, and, and you know, it's, it's almost kind of like when you watch Scarface, right? Like, bam, Tony comes in, right? He does this thing. He's rising. He's rising. Boom, the big scene when he kills uh, Frank Lopez, you know what I mean? And then eventually it just becomes all downhill after that. And, and I'm not saying what that's kind of the way this doc was set up. The first two episodes were great. The third episode was just so... It was a chore to watch, actually. I had to I had to watch, tease it out. Like I, I, I got to watch the end of this because I've invested already two hours into it. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know when you be watching shows and be like, mm-hmm. I already invested half a year. I, I got to yeah. finish it. So, <laughs> so Brandon, what was your thoughts on this episode? As just, you know, just the whole picture, the whole the whole episode. <clears throat> um, it was kind of. I'll be honest. I it I agree with what y'all said. It was kind of lackluster, and at some point, it became kind of like background. No, uh, you know, like it was on in the background. I think I was on my phone or doing something else. The Knicks were on. I don't know. We're in the middle of a three game win streak, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Um, nah, it's it. I don't. I mean, yeah, the first two episodes were were better, I guess, but. I, I feel the same way. Like I've been saying since the first episode, I, I don't know if this revealed. I didn't learn too much about mm-hmm. too much about Kanye. <laughs> we didn't yeah. already know yeah. that wasn't already talked about and out there. Mm-hmm. But it was like it was cool to see. It was cool to see the visuals. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't know. I I'm just glad it didn't turn too much into a, like a. To like a Kanye, this whole thing didn't turn into like a Kanye like hate fest because you know how folks really feel about Kanye now. I mean, separate from his music and, and all the things that he's been through and all the things he's going through, you know, not a lot of people have a lot of positive things to say about Kanye. And I was just hoping, like, I, I didn't get that feeling. Like, I don't know. I guess I guess that's what I thought it was gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like. Before I watched it, but I mean, and and I'm talking about the entire series now. But it was, it was actually, it was actually quite, it was genuine. But like you said, at the end, it was boring. I don't know, man. I look, I'm not a big Yay fan, so it didn't, it didn't really do do too much for me. (laughs) I'll leave it at that. (laughs) Quan, what about you, man? What are your thoughts of Act Three, The Awakening? So. My perspective on the awakening, it was more so down downhill. <laughs> Not in a in a bad way, but it more so was kind of wrapping up. It seems like of what was um what a 20-year relationship that they had. He said he started, Cootie said he started actually documenting it 20 years. Mm-hmm. Um 
And so it seems like it was just more so of how, to me, that's how I felt like it was more so of their relationship and like how he started and then how it all pretty much came in like full circle. Um, and so like, yeah, he was filming like Kanye, but he, but you could also tell that he was also trying to get his story out too. You know what I mean? And kind of like talk about what he was doing, what he was going through and particularly their relationship. So like, you know, to kind of embark on a journey with Kanye West, one of the biggest artists, you know, in, in, in music, to go out there to actually be a part of him and to document his whole life for those 20 years, um, as well as like his life and what he experienced and how he was able to, you know, to, to, to flourish off and to go and do other things and, and be with other rap artists and, and, and work and things of that nature and also have his own family and to document all that. Um, I think he was trying to put it, you know what I mean? Show it, like I said, all like well-rounded, you know what I mean? Like their relationship and how they began, how they started and then the middle of it of how they kind of fell off mm-hmm. and, you know, they got back to, you know, they, they became, you know, it was always friends, you know, I guess certain things happened. He went his way, he went his other way, but then, you know, for some particular reason, just like how you were saying, like God works in mysterious ways, they were actually able to come back together and you could still see that, you know, they still had, had, had like a genuine, like care for each other. You know what I mean? Like, you saw the things that, you know, Kanye was this big megastar. And then you also saw the things that he was going to actually, help, you know, he made a lot of money. You know, he created a lot of things. You know, he touched a lot of people. But then at the same time, you know, he was going through a lot. You know what I mean? He had something major to happen in his life. And you could you kind of you could just see, like, what was going on. And it was just, you know, it was kind of hard for him to pick back up. And, you know, I guess he's at a place now where, I mean, obviously you see all the things that are going on. Um, but it was also, I think it was also trying to show light and, and, and put light on to kind of show like, yo, he, you know, yes, you know, he isn't what everybody portrays him or to, to, I guess, to think that he is. So, I mean, cause you kind of saw some, some light was well, some parts where you're like, damn, like he kind of seemed like he just, you know what I mean? Like a cool dude, um, outside of all the, the antics and the arrogance and all the other things and, and what everybody else says, um, but yeah, I mean, it seemed like at the end of the day, he was putting Kanye's story out, but he was also doing his thing as well, just trying to put his story out as well and let everybody know, <laughs> let the world know who he was and, you know, what he was doing pretty much with, you know, document Kanye West's life for those 20 years. So he was all right. Did you, did you, did you say yeah. something? Were you about to say something? No, I, was, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Kwan says. Like, it was, um, you know, I, We've all been friends for 25, 30 years. I mean, literally, like, like as babies, literally babies. And in every relationship, there's there's ups and downs and there's flows, there's ebbs and flows. Every month, you don't just stay the same. And I think that's what a lot of this this third episode kind of shows, that the... I worked with this guy for long years, and he came the biggest star in the world, like I thought he was going to be. We had a, I don't even know if it was a falling out per se, or maybe it was just we grew apart. But the true foundation of our love for each other and our brotherhood brought us back together. And that's something I think that's really important for someone like Kanye, that he needs that brotherhood. He needs people in his life that actually care about him on a personal level, not if he can give him the hottest beat in the world, not if he can put me in the biggest, you know, in this guy's room, in this room, in that room, but just care about him as a person, a human. That's why uh, I think Rhymefest is... 
But do, do you disagree? Uh, <laughs> please. Come on, what were you going to say? I, I, look, I, I'm more interested in the stuff that's happening outside of the documentary. Like, I, and I don't know if you guys talked about, I don't remember if you guys talked about this on episode two or not. I might have missed it, but you know, the things that he's coming out and saying about like, like Talib recently, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? When he was on, um, uh, drink champ, yeah. and and you know, connecting that with, with what I've seen in the documentary, yeah, like. They were showing them they cared, yeah. Yeah, man. So how, how do you like <laughs> if Kanye needs somebody to care? I mean, he, he going about it the wrong way. Like, <laughs> like most deaf, most deaf was showing them mad love. Yeah. I mean, I you yeah. know what you. It, it, but he you never dis- I, I'll say I'll say I'll say this. If Kanye was being honest, was being honest, fine. I I I appreciate your honesty, but like, even so, like the tone though, it was like, nah, I I couldn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't. If you do something for somebody, and they speak, they speak about you in that manner. You don't, whether they need you or not. Like that, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I, I didn't agree with that. Like, let me just say that 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 didn't that didn't sit well with me. And I mean, I'm I'm, I'm a fan of Talib, mm-hmm. and nah, nah. You don't you you don't say stuff like that if if you need people in your life. Like you you don't you don't say stuff like that. Well, well, yeah, we kind of touched on this point, um, real, Mikey, if I can interject for a second. Um, mm. We, we kind of touched on this on part one or part two, where we said Kanye is an only child. Um, he's very... Yeah, but he sounds, guess, these sounds like, he's starting to sound like excuses right now. No, no, but a person like that probably is goes in and out of friendships, because they don't know how to cultivate, develop friendships. Not necessarily. I don't. I disagree with that. No, well, he, he he he's, he's very good at he's very good at cultivating friendships. Well, maybe he not. Never, he networked. He networked his ass off. I mean, mainly through you know. Look, he he had talent, but look, Kanye, Kanye knew. Yeah, Kanye knew he 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 was in with the right people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He knew how to, and and that's why he he eventually got put on even without he, he basically forced Dame, Dame's hand. You know what I'm saying? Because he knew how to build relationships. He knew. He he knew how to push forward, whether you was gonna fuck with him or not. He knew the right people to get in touch with. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know, yo. I, I, I think he knows how to build relationships strategically. I just think his <clears throat> ego is so fucking large. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, like sometimes, like honestly, like to be honest, I, I don't know if I would think I, I would think any differently if I was. If I was as bold and as brash as he was, and had what quote unquote as much success as he had as he's had, you know, in terms of uh, 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 net worth or, or or accomplishments or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like he basically forced his way through all of that shit. So somebody who who does that and they see success, they yo know, at that point yo he feel like he can say whatever the hell he want to say. Oh yeah. It's, it's a self, yes. Yeah, it's, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. I mean, once you have one classic album, the the next one is definitely, regardless of critically acclaimed or not, is going to be a success. I mean, I was shocked to be like that. Uh, the Jesus, uh, what's it? Was it uh, Jesus is King? Jesus is King. Yeah. I was surprised to hear that that was a number one debut. I was like, yeah. wow. I didn't even. I had no clue. Honestly, I was like. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. but and it's it's a really good album too. Like, so let know, me I, let me let me jump in right here because Sean made a good point. He talked about 
regardless if you have one good album the next one is expected to be the same Mm -hmm. so that's the next segue that i wanted to go august 30th 2005 great registration dropped right Mm -hmm. and it showed uh it showed the scene one of the scenes that, that stuck out to me uh during the planning stages of late registration was when he was talking to Ron Fest. Mm, yes, yes. Ron Fest said to him, no, he, they were arguing. An opening scene. Opening scene. They were arguing because Ron Fest did not, <laughs> he said, Ron Fest said, I'm not a genius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, he made it like he was joking, but the fact that he kept going on and on and pushing, that told me that he really was he really was stung by that. Mm-hmm. And one of the quotes that I got in my notes from that is Ron Fett said, I thought you were I thought you was a genius until I seen Jay-Z oh, make a, make a rap in five minutes. Yeah. He was like, I witnessed the genius right there. He said, Now you're brilliant, but you're not a genius yet. And genius geniuses go through experience and other things, hardships before they become what they are, and you haven't gotten there yet. And it seemed like that stung Kanye. Mm-hmm. So, fellas, I'm gonna throw it to y'all about that particular scene. <clears throat> go, ahead, go, ahead, go ahead, Brandon. What are you saying? Yeah, what are you saying? I was just saying I don't know if I I, I particularly agree with that statement. Um, Wh- which one? Well, the one that's saying what makes you a genius. You okay. Know, years of experience. I'm not saying that I particularly disagree, but that's not the only way you become a genius. A lot of times, you know, what I'm saying if you if you become an a, an expert in your area over you know years and years and years and i mean everybody's kind of following the same kind of kind of pattern and, and it, it takes somebody sometimes it takes somebody with who's new to the game with fresh ideas to, yeah. to 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 push to push innovation sometimes years and years and years in the game make you yeah you're brilliant it could make you stale mm. and somebody else comes along with new new ideas and and you know what i'm saying Maybe people don't grasp it right away, and I think I think that's kind of like what happened with Kanye. You know what I'm saying? It was it was different. You know, they were looking for straight street shit, and he was like, "Yo," they were saying, "I don't know, backpack and street at the same time." Whatever. He he was in a category that nobody else was in. Mm-hmm. And he and he was spitting shit that people could re that people could actually relate to. I mean, yeah, we all enjoy, you know, the 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 Jay Zs and 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 the Nas's and the Mob Deeps, but. I don't know I, unless y'all niggas is living secret lives. I don't think any of us was actually doing that shit. About to hit the block tonight. <laughs> but you know, we we could more closely relate to what Kanye was saying. But that's not what that's not what was was in at the time. So I, I say all that to say sometimes, you know, what I'm saying just because you got years in the game, or, or you don't have years in the game, don't make you like not not. It doesn't mean that you're not a genius. Sometimes you're you're. Your new thoughts, what you bring to the game, that new innovation that that nobody else is thinking about, that's that makes you a genius too. Well, you yeah, and it, yeah, yeah. No, it's super uh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, go I was gonna say it's, it's super subjective because my thing is it, the the way that Brady's explain, explaining it perfectly. But when I'm thinking <laughs> about this, I'm like, okay what makes a genius in anything, right? Like, so if Kanye West was Ukrainian and he was in, at war right now but couldn't shoot a gun, he'd be an idiot. 
<laughs> so you know, right. if you couldn't figure out one of right. those one of those missiles that you shoot at a helicopter based on the range that it's at. so you know, I think genius is out of necessity based on the people that you're dealing with around you. You know, like if you live on a farm and you can't farm, fuck genius. You know, you're worthless. The hell with genius. Like, I don't care what else you can do. If you can't do this, then I don't really care. So I think with Kanye, and I think the one point, Mikey, which with you were making with the quote, the part that was missing was he said other people should tell you that you're a genius. Right. But I feel like Bingo. relatively speaking, if people are telling you you're a genius, you know, based on your situation, then you're a genius. But mm. if you get into another situation and you can't survive or you can't fend for yourself, then you can't be a genius. I don't give a fuck how if you can if you have a photographic memory, it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't apply to what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Well, that's that's a great right. point. And um, you must step in, Quan. Oh, no, I was just going to say, yeah, with 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 that, you know, I, I think even when it comes to like the word genius. Right. And which, by all means, I understand what you mean. You know, when it comes to that particular world, that person or someone that may be very, very equipped or may have the the IQ, like no wonder in a particular, um, you know, some some type of realm, something that what they, what they know, what they what they have that knowledge of. I think also, too, you have to be like. When it comes to that particular age limit of the word genius, you got to be careful with that because with the word genius comes a lot of power, a lot of responsibility, a lot of, you know, um, um, authoritative, you know, action, you know, things like that. It, it, it comes it comes with a lot with that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, sports related when it comes to like, you know, Michael Jordan wasn't Michael Jordan when he first started. You know what I mean? Like it took for him, it took time for him to get to where he needed to become, you know what I mean, to become that 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 amazing player you know what i mean so like mm-hmm. and also with, with that like a genius it also comes with you know people are going to take shots at you because you know you may feel like you you know everything essentially or you may have you know a, a higher education or, or the equipped knowledge to know you know whatever mm-hmm. right so i mean people are called that all the time you know what i mean but also too being able to understand what comes with it you know what i mean the word genius and also understanding like if you're going to be in that particular realm of knowing X, Y, and Z, like just like what Sean said, like you may be able to know how to, you know, uh, cook fucking potatoes or whatever, you know what I mean? But if you're in a situation to where, you know, you need to be able to to swim or whatever, it, it, that, that doesn't mean anything. Did you go, did you go to Wale middle? Who, whoever, if you did, whoever yeah, yeah, yeah. household was there, I forgot the dude's name. Oh, Mr. Merrill's? No, 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 no. Middle school. Yeah, Mr. Merrill's um, was in middle school. Miss Castlebaum. Mr. Merrill. No, 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 no. It was, it was, it was, it was a white, it was a white dude. It was a white dude who was bald. He used to always. No, I, no. You know what? It wasn't middle school. It was elementary school. It was Running Brook, and he used okay. to always say, he he used to always say, it's not, it's not. Are you smart? It's how are you smart? And this, everything y'all saying. <laughs> It's reminding me of that right now. And Quad, I just want to say, yo, I agree with everything you say except one thing. Except one thing. What's that? Michael Jordan was Michael Jordan when he first came in the league. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like, yeah, 29, 29, 29, 8 and 8. His so, 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 rookie Michael year. Michael Jordan from... when he first <laughs> stepped on the court. <laughs> yeah, that was now, nice. They wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but Michael Jordan, he didn't, he didn't, yeah, but he didn't have a jumper when he first came into the league. 29. <laughs> eight, 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 eight. As a rookie, 
without a jump shot. He was a bad man. Yeah, he was a bad man. Oh, 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 go ahead, man. Get in here. Oh. What did you think about that opening scene? Yeah, um, opening scene was incredible. And a couple of things. Um, I thought it was part rhyme fast. Who I look at, at him as like gay big brother. Um, I thought it was him busting his balls a little bit because guess what? 2005, whenever this was, he was a fucking genius. And I don't think that's that's not a diss to anybody. That's not being um, hyperbole. Mm-hmm. He was a genius. He is a genius. And anyone that saw that whole <clears throat> growth of him knows that he was a genius. But a lot of times you also don't want to, you got to humble geniuses sometimes. You don't want them getting so big headed and crazy, if you will. Um, uh, but you need me to put this back up. Oh, hold on. That's but he, no, he, I don't think, I don't think it's a question. Right. He was a genius. <laughs> He is a you need me to put this one back up from day one. <laughs> Westbrook. No, I, I think I think Kanye was a musical genius. I think that so let work- me ask you this. Let me jump in here and ask you this. Mm-hmm. To go to what Ron Fest said and what Sean pointed out, right? Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. should be telling you you're a genius. Yeah. The fact that he was, it seemed like he was seeking out for someone to say it, or yeah. like he was calling himself that like. Is that the is that the problem in the situation? Is it that he didn't wait his turn for someone to actually say that, or is it okay for him to, I guess, to be seeking out for somebody to be calling him a genius? Because I felt like he was, I felt like that's what he wanted. He wanted to hear that from yeah, a peer. He's, he's a he's a tad he's a needy guy. He he's needy. He is <laughs> he's a needy guy. He he needs that 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 person telling him. I love you. I love you. Know he's needy, and but listen, I think he was a genius in two thousand five. I think he was a genius now. So I, I don't, I, you know, Ryan Fest made his point, but yeah, Hov's a genius too lyrically. The genius is a genius. Okay, so, so, so you know what I mean, like. like- so ooh. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was gonna say, Ood, who would you put who would you put above? I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> I was about to go somewhere like that too. Go okay. ahead. Kanye West. Okay. Or the person who invented the ink cartridge. <laughs> um yeah. who's the G is there? <laughs> well, I yeah. think so who would you who would you who would you if you had to get rid of one person, one person <laughs> did not exist. <laughs> Would it be Kanye West or the person who invented the ink cartridge? I mean, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the nigga who, who Mr. Epson, Mr. Snacker, <laughs> like, is he really a genius? He came I, up with something that was. I want the guy who created shoelaces. <laughs> I mean, look, I respect Kanye West. I respect. I think you know. But I think with Rhymefest, he made a, a great point because Jay-Z off the top bounces a tennis ball against the wall and makes a something out of a thin air. Like, yeah. Yeah. He has a genius. Kanye is great with a medium, you know, but I feel like Jay-Z is like stuff just flows out of him that he doesn't need a medium. You know, he doesn't need a foundational medium for. And that's what makes him an inherent genius. I mean, I think Kanye uses tools geniusly, right? But I don't know if he's actually like a genius. Like I feel like Prince stepping up to play and learn nine instruments is a genius, having never played those instruments before. You know, mm-hmm. Kanye worked at his craft and he was really great at it, but he was seeking a little bit too much validation for what. I mean, you married mm-hmm. a Kardashian, so 
you, you're yeah. not a genius in my book. <laughs> How about this? You He's know. a flawed genius. <laughs> so, again, continuing with the late registration, he has success with this. Three Grammys. He won three Grammys off of this album. An incredible masterpiece, I might add. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, is T Pain is T Pain a genius too? No, he's a very he's a very entertaining guy, and he's very. Oh, why very why isn't he a genius though? I mean, I, I, I mean, what is, what is T Pain? That was listen. Shout out to. Like, no, did you see the T Pain versus? This I, he is, had at least ten tracks where person. you like, yo, I didn't know. This is this is geniuses are unquestioned. Um, Stevie Wonder's a genius. Yeah, he's a genius. This is a shout out to Lunch Break Hot Take. This is this is Jose probably or B, his brother. They said, look, I want the guy who invented doorstop. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so again, he has success, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Three Grammys mm-hmm. off of late registration. Um, and to be honest with you, that was the start of... I mean, I guess it started a little bit before this, but that was probably the end of the relationship that him and Cootie had built for all of those years, right? That was around the time where he um, was that when he was that when he went on tour and left Cootie. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, well, there was no more room. Yeah, the growing yeah, the dark. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he well, no, I think that was the second time they got. Yeah, together. that was the stage one, right? Yeah. Where he was supposed to follow him, or they had yeah, they said was... they had a six year gap from 2008 to 2014, right? But and that was even so. This was this was remember, this was 2006. Well, he right. came out 2005, 2006. At the 2006 Grammys, he won three Grammys, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Remember, they had the Grammy party. <laughs> Cootie did the old school show of Chica. Chica. Yeah, he, he did the old school show of uh, 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 Zero. Was it called Channel Zero? Zero. Channel Channel Zero. Zero. Yeah. Yes, yes, and um, yeah, that situation was a bit odd, right? Yeah. He he, uh, they hadn't they hadn't really talked much, mm-hmm. um, but they you know. He, they asked him. They asked him to do the Grammy party. He did it old school style, like he did back in the day with Channel Zero, where he where he started, where he met Kanye, and they had a very, very, very <laughs> odd interview. Now, I had the clip queued up, but I ain't gonna play it because YouTube be hating and they, you know, mm. copyright shit mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. But basically, um, Kanye was a little drunk. I'm sure everybody was, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he kept calling him Chike. <laughs> And it was funny the first time, yeah. but by the fourth time, yeah, you like could it. tell Cootie wanted to slug yeah. his. Dude. Oh yeah, he's no. yeah. about to violate you. Oh, oh, the the lateral scene to that is when um um he you know and what uh, Goodfellas or Casino when he was like I don't shine shoes anymore was that uh Goodfellas that's a Goodfellas yeah and, Billy and that, that's a that's a lat- that's the same scene same no same. I remember you. Get your shine box. Yeah. You go, what? No, no, I don't shine shoes. They might not have told you. <laughs> no, no. Get your shine box. <laughs> I was like, what? That was that was the exact same scene. That was what Kanye was doing. He was telling him to get a shine box. Yeah. Well, well, wait, 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 wait. Could he just been like busting his balls a little bit? 
Well, that's what he. That's what. That's what. Tom, that's what. Um, that's what Billy Dash thought he was doing. It's on yeah, the house. Yeah. Drinks are on yeah. the house. Yeah, but the way he the way he was doing it, he was like, yeah. he was busting his chops. Like, yo, he was like, yeah, I, you know, I'm, you know, the way he was saying it was like, yeah, he's arrogant. Like, I'm, you know, in a whole position more so than where you're at. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, you know what I mean? Pay homage. Like, and it, you could tell, like, yeah. when even Cootie was like looking at him, like, yo, he was like, yo, man, like, it was no smile at all. Like, yeah. he was like, yo. Like this dude really think he better than me. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, I mean his money long, I get it, but like, like, come yeah. on, G. Like, yeah. Well, at the remember, at, also at the end, he was like, "Yo, this is my man Cootie. He's been down with me since day one." Because I, yeah. I, I smack him up. Yeah, because Cootie was about to whip his ass. That's why. <laughs> so like, he, I, I, he could tell that Cootie wasn't. Feeling yeah. That. yeah <laughs> I, I think he in you know in. Even that awkward when he was like, "Yo, you keep calling me Chike." He was like, "Yo, fuck you!" Like, fuck, like even yeah, though it was like, yeah. it, it got a, and that's it, the whole. Point it got like, very, very yeah. awkward. So the yeah. point of me bringing that up was that was the start of the, and I got Chike on here. This is the same. <laughs> chill, it was cool. <laughs> My bad, but anyway, that was the start of Cootie and. Uh, Kanye's relationship sort of going downhill, man. And mm-hmm. um, he Kanye went on tour after that, lost touch with him. Only touch that he had with Kanye was through Donda, right? Bum, right? And his and Donda was reaching out for him to yeah. do work for the foundation. So, Brandon, you kind of you kind of <laughs> hinted to him and his ego and and, and how big hitted he is. Like, yo, how did you feel about seeing? This transpired. Were you surprised that somebody who he that followed him for all of this long that he kind of just gave him the like, yo, go ahead, yo, I got you, but I'm gonna holler at you, and yo, like to the point where he didn't have a phone number to reach this dude. Nah, I mean Kanye already <clears throat> he had already stepped away from him one time earlier. I mean, didn't surprise me. Seemed right on par. <laughs> I mean, honestly, so I mean, I I don't know. Well, can I um, interject, please? Um, <laughs> a lot of times, I mean, you're in the big, you're that bigger industry, yo. They don't like have the same numbers. I, I'm not making excuses. So it, it is. It's an excuse. I mean, you just made. If I'm going to get in contact with you, I could easily get in contact with Go ahead. you. But Go ahead. It, it's so. It's, it's it's like 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 Jose said, yo, like, and I think the great Nasir Jones said this in 1996. It was written: "Love changes and best friends become strangers." That's th- that right there encapsulates so much, just in life in general. We came up together, and you know, sometimes it just you know it. it we just kind of go our separate ways. She, uh, Cootie started a family. Ye went on this like incredible rise to being the biggest artist in the world, which he is currently and still. Um, so I don't know if it, uh, I don't know. Well, he's not the biggest artist in the world. He's not. Uh, the biggest. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that he could have brought Cootie with him. Like if I mean, you, if you, you, had, you had that much power, like you, you know what I'm saying like That's you, you got you got to drop him off to the side. Like uh, I, I, I ain't agree with that. And, and, and oh, you oh, you making an excuse because, like, all right, yeah, I met you, you know, a couple years back. We did some work, and then, yeah, you know what? You don't have my new number. 
This this dude followed him for twenty years, bro. Like <laughs> yeah. he should he yeah. should get the new numbers that you got. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know the only way I'm here, so yeah, new phone. Put your numbers. <laughs> the only, you know what I'm saying and, like and, and unless the only, unless they was beefing. Mm-hmm. I mean, there he, was some underlying animosity there. Yeah, on, on one side or the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yo, how you have all the people in the same room, yo, and then all of a sudden he's like, yo. Stop the camera! Stop the well, camera! Well, yeah. And all of a sudden, and, and then you'd be like, "Yo, you got to go!" Like, <laughs> what? But that, yo, but that is that was later on. Like, that was the second or third time they split. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like, this was all. This was off the top, where it's like, "Yo, I mean, boom, we college dropout, you know, success." And I and I agree with Jose that as soon as, as soon as college dropout yeah. came out, that that's when Ye started to switch up. Cause he did, and we talked about this in previous previous episodes. He did start saying things like, yo, I know we talked about Jesus walks, but yo, I gotta get hyped to do the video. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. You know, and then I think I think in that in that episode too, I think that he left Cootie at home when he mm-hmm. went on tour for, for college dropout, I think. Well, it's um, so funny, yeah. It, it's just, see, you know. Yeah, so it's just like, I mean, now I guess in that sense, I guess Cootie should be expecting it. You know, he got left <laughs> one time before. It's gravy train politics. That's what it is. He, Kanye has somebody he's paying more money, telling him yeah. not to pay Cootie yeah. <laughs> less yeah. money. Yeah. You know, it, it was like when he's talking about. I don't know who he was on the phone with, but he was like, "Yeah, we want to go over Cootie's contracts and yeah. where he is, where everything is." You know. And the person he's talking to probably is the one who told him, "Hey, you need to get this all, get this all in writing." And he's probably paying this guy more than what Cootie's get paid. You, you know that's, life. you know that's like you know that's like, like, like Sean. It's like the, it's like the Rooney Rule. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's pretty much what it's like. It's like yeah, okay, just like fluff him a little bit, but you know, at the end of the day, we know we're gonna drop his ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you, gotta yo. a you, grew, you grew up with you know him since seventeen. Okay, this is how we're gonna do it. Like damn, like really? We got a whole different plan. Yeah, I mean, gravy train politics. I love that. That shit's incredible. (laughs) Gravy train politics. That's what it is. But it's somebody who you're paying money to is telling you who not to pay. Yeah, (laughs) it's it's so it's so crazy. Go ahead, B. No, I was just gonna say that it kind of fits right in with what I was what I was saying earlier, like. Some of Ye's best best work, best videos was was Duck Cootie did. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. He wasn't in the game for 20, uh, for 20, 30 years. You had somebody new to the game who brought fresh ideas, fresh angles, but Kanye was going with what he believed at the time, and, and most of the world would too. And what he go with what, what at the time? Who, <laughs> yeah. Huh? I mean, and what he could afford. You know what I'm no, saying? No. Like... Well, well, I'm saying I'm saying when I'm saying when Kanye when when they when they split you know what i'm saying uh and he wasn't using cootie no more you know he he was going kanye was going in a different direction like but yeah, you but- know like i said any anyway i was just saying that that's what i meant earlier like sometimes it cootie in his own right like a lot of people might think like that first video through the wire was like a genius ass video Mm-hmm. It didn't come from somebody who was in the game for 20, 30 years. Yeah. New ideas. I did. And innovative. When you when you get back to the wall, you usually come up with some really hot stuff. Who's the real who's the real genius? Is it Cootie or is it Kanye? 
and yo, I ask you know Cooney what? Cooney plays a role. Cooney plays a role. Yo, Cooney plays a big, big role. You know I think what I'm saying? Episode, I think in episode one, I, I said something yeah. similar to that, Sean. Like, yeah. how much credit does Cooney get for I this? Mean, to have the vision, the sure. to have the vision to say, yeah. "Yo, I'm gonna follow this cat." Yeah. You know what I mean? For as long as he did, like, yeah, I, I, I think Cootie and I and I think Cootie has every right, and and I agree with what you're saying, Brandon, as well. Like, yo, as you move on in the industry, you meet new young talent or whatever the case may be. But Cootie has every right to be upset mm-hmm. that, oh, you know, yeah. I, I, and you know, no warning, no nothing. I'm just cut out. You know what I'm saying? Not and, once, not once, yeah, not twice. You know what I'm saying? But more than three times, more than three, yeah. That's yeah. like your brother or your sister's a real estate agent. You'd have bought three or four houses with them when you was in the, you know, certain range, and then you won the lottery. <laughs> then you go, you win thirty million. <laughs> and you're like, yo, I'm about to buy a ten million dollar house with someone down the street. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, huh? Sotheby's. I'm going to Sotheby's. You, you just a Remax agent. Like, what? <laughs> what happened? I mean, it's, you know, can, can we also chalk it up to growth? See, growth, and that's the thing about... You're going to chalk up. You're Let him finish. I want to listen to this. I think growth artistically is... And in any instances, even relationships... Growth happens at different speeds. Look at the super, look at this look at the superstar who just did his other interview. With it. I mean, listen, as, as you know, kids when they're younger, they grow at different speeds. Some kids can do their multiplication tables at age five. Some had to do it at eight. It's different speeds. And with this, I think Cootie and maybe Yay were growing at different speeds. Now they but, got it back together, and I think Yay could have been more upfront with it. But when I'm on this path, literally, to being the greatest artist of the last 20, 25 years, some things have to get clipped out. Yo, you don't clip him out like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You don't, you don't like, yo, that, no, but like, yo, that, but, but at the same time, yo, that dude dropped everything off the whim off of faith, yo, to, to, to go, you know what I'm saying, for 20 years to document your ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I get it, but you know what I mean? But I, I do have my own life, you know what I mean? Like, so what about what about and, and, and it wasn't like it wasn't like yo, Cootie was putting out like shoddy work, yo. Like, man, these, these are some <laughs> of the greatest videos, like, like yes, yeah, so I'm saying, like, yeah, he didn't I mean, like he, he had great innovative videos. Like, some, somebody great, great said, it's, somebody said it's a slurp fest going on at the Wallace way. That's all I'm, <laughs> <about>. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like, like where's, yo. where's Jazzo and Hove? Where's Sauce Money and Hove? People grow at different speeds. And and Jay's path to being the greatest top three rapper, whatever you want to put them, cats had to get clipped. You don't see sauce money on my tracks no more. So let me ask you a question. You but but Cootie Cootie had Cootie had a, a success at, you know, even even after Ye left. my bad. Go ahead, Marvel. Oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. I mean that's a, I, I I just was gonna ask a question. So let's say Cootie was Kanye's blood brother. Mm-hmm. They had the same mom. Donda was the mom, and Cootie was into filming him and following him around and all this kind of stuff. How would you feel about it then? I mean, in that industry, like shit just goes left quick, man. You be growing up with these people, but but they, again, but again, with his relationship with his mom, do you think that would have been different then at that point? Because he's not the only child; he has a brother that's filming exactly. him. Exactly, his whole mindset could have grown in different, and I think the loss of Donda maybe kept. 
them apart as well. Like I just figured out. I just figured out what Kanye West is. He's a window dressing friend. I just figured it out. He 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 basically bent Dame over backwards to leverage Hove. Cootie bent over backwards to leverage his own career. He is a window dressing friend. He's a window window shopping friend. He's so like the me, stuff you can't afford to buy in the store and you're walking by and you're looking at it. It looks so good. And that's what he turned into. The friend that you thought was your friend that you now can't afford to be around. You just, you, <laughs> him and Cooley cool again, yo. They cool again. <laughs> we, we, you know? So let me throw this at y'all while we on this before we move on. Mm-hmm. I thought this was interesting when it, it according to Cootie that uh, Kanye said to him Things change when you get famous. Said he was at, he he was now acting and playing a role mm-hmm. right in right. front of the cameras. Yeah. So, I mean, what do you guys think about that statement? Right? Mm-hmm. And did that? I mean, so was that a part of what he? Why he cut Cootie off? Was he now act? Was that a part of his act? Could he not be around his friend because <laughs> this was a part of his act? Now, I mean, like, it, it, I, I I do. I mean. I do, I do get the point that a lot of these celebrities, you know, once once the cameras cut on, you know, they they not a switching on and off. But damn, a whole three sixty to the point where yo, you ain't got my man can't even get on. He can't even get on the equipment plane. Yeah, yeah. Like you ain't got no. room on the equipment plane for my man. Like, no, yeah. stowaway. That and this no, is my like, favorite it, thing it, about LeBron. This is my favorite thing about him. And besides basketball or anything like that, like he's real about he, he came, the people he came up with. Mm-hmm. He put in position and like he really did the thing, you know, with his with his team, you know, like his friends, you know. And you don't see that. It's super. Rare. I don't know why. I don't know how consciously you can do that. But again, I feel like it's just people on payroll that are manipulating you to not pay someone else <laughs> you know everybody's like survivor of the fittest like how many of us can actually be on payroll 30 40 50 at, at a certain Something point like I get clipped, right? yeah you know yeah. it's it's like the office or whatever it's politics right is everybody's like on payroll like you work with somebody a co-worker and everybody's talking shit about each other <laughs> you know, like, oh, did you hear about oh the boss said this or you know this that and the other and everybody intermingling like i feel like that's kind of what happened with cootie with him yeah it's so yeah, I, feel like, I feel like I feel like there was a lot of like yes men around him, and yeah, when you have yes men around, when you have people that are literally trying to, you know, what I'm saying like crabs in the barrel or trying to elevate, they'll do anything, you know, what I'm saying. And so anytime where they see any type of potential to where you know where you may have somebody that's around you that can speak some type of wisdom to you and that can actually be there for you to be like, yo, no, divert from the other direction, they'll do anything to get that person away. You know what I mean? So they're, they're a threat to their lifestyle. At that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You saw how when he was, um, well, actually he, he was going through whatever he went through, and then him and Cootie got together. You saw he had like a genuine like respect yeah. and love for Cootie when he saw him, like yeah. because it's like, damn, out of all these just people, these people I don't know, mm-hmm. this is mm-hmm. someone that I've known for twenty plus years. You know what I mean? So you saw that genuine like <clears throat> that genuine, you know what I mean? I guess that care for each other, even though they had their their differences or whatever, their squabbles. You still saw that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. I. I, you know, the industry, like, it just, and Kanye is just very special. He's got some, he's just a very centric kind of um, emotional guy. So I think he falls out of friendship very quickly, piggyback into the point you made, PJ, about what him and Talib and that beef. There's, like, you can't deny 
what Talib did for his career. Like, he put him on stage first. Mm-hmm. Like, he put a battery in his back. He gave him studio time. So, and even, I think he looks at it like, I think a lot of that stuff went left when that whole MAGA situation went through. And I'm sure we'll get to that, Parker. But mm-hmm. John John Legend, a guy that um, Mr. West put on, made him a platinum artist and one of the biggest singers in the world. He gets his goals on TV dissing Kanye and this the way Kanye looks at it is like, bro, I put you on. I made you a star. And this the thanks I get? Somebody has a question for you. <laughs> I'm not comparing. <laughs> no, I'm not comparing. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> so, again, this, now one thing while we talk about his relationship with Cootie, even though, you know, his relationship with Cootie kind of subsided a little, Mm-hmm. It did appear that his relationship with his mom got even stronger, and it was already strong, right? But it appeared that as he had success on this mm-hmm. album, and he had the Grammy run, mm-hmm. 2006 was a was a great was a great year for Kanye, and it appeared that he wanted his mom around him even more. Mm-hmm. They started forming the Donda Foundation, and other and they had other business ventures going on. Um, so I will give him that. It did. It, it, he did. You know, he did bring his mom along more, and it did seem like he needed her um, even more in those situations as more people were were pulling at him, mm-hmm. right? And it was a good thing to see, right? You know, of course. I, I, that one thing about this this whole uh, documentary is the relationship with his mom is a beautiful, beautiful thing, right? Mm-hmm. And it kind of brought things full circle, right? But then we all know what eventually happened, right? Mm-hmm. And that was November 10th, 2007. Donda passed away, right? It, it, you know, I'm sorry, but that's like, when you think about it, you know, that's only three or four years into his career. Like, that's insane. <clears throat> and, and, and another thing I was thinking about, you know, looking at how their relationship was, uh, once again, relationships change and develop. Love changes and best friends become strangers. His mom became a manager and she said a quote. She said, the parenting is over. Mm-hmm. Now, to me, to me, that's probably why I would never put my dad in that predicament. Like, sure, he can do it, but no, yo, be a parent. I, be a parent. Like, <clears throat> you know, if I need some like support and love and, and words of encouragement. I don't need you like in my pockets and all my checks and stuff. So I, I think that adds such a that's a weird combination with your parent being your manager and stuff. It works with the Kardashians. It does work with the Kardashians. Oh, you sure you sure about that? I think it's a cult over there, but that's a whole nother thing. <laughs> I don't know if it works. It, it's it's productive. It's productive. It works I, for them. I see why he did it, though. He trusted her more than anybody. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, but mom, you're an English teacher. You're not a, a financial manager. Well, now yeah. you are, because I got a hundred yeah. million dollars. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, but I, I don't. I, I just. I think that adds. Can you? So, what do you do? Like, when the situation gets effed up, you go to your mom and you go and scream on her. You go and base on her. You are gonna say, "Mom, no, I wanted this done like this." You're not gonna. That it's a weird relationship. Parents have gotta. I, I'm just saying, me personally, yo, you over here, you're a parent. I love you. 
I don't mind at the base when you scream when you something comes up missing. <laughs> Ooh, like, yo, I don't want to have to roll up on you. Right, like, yo, like, what are you doing? You didn't get the sample clear. Now I owe them $5 million. I mean, I'm sure he had people in place to do those things. But as far as taking care of uh, him, right, mm-hmm. I think that, to me it felt like it was a move that was more so to have my comfort zone with me mm-hmm. and my comfort zone also uh, – handling some of my affairs and that's a way that I can have you with me. Okay. You, know, you my manager now, but I need you here all the time. And they show moments where you know they in the same hotel. Like yo, he, it, he whenever he was around her, he became a little child again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It and was that, it, it, it 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 was such a beautiful you and, and hip hop rap and music in general, you just you don't see that a lot. Um I mean, you know, I mean, I guess you got Dear Mama with Pac. Um, that was a different situation. You got Mama the, said, "Knock you out." My, I love <laughs> you, you got the thing with Big and Big and his mom, like, but their Donda's relationship with Ye, he's, it, it was just so unique and beautiful and special, man. It was, it was great. So, so Big, I mean, yeah, Big. Donda passes right now. Kanye coming off. Again, a successful year. It might be the most successful year of his career, right? Mm-hmm. From 2005 all the way through 2006, he was on he was on a firestorm, killing. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then it all comes to a screeching halt. He loses his mom, his best friend. What do you think about the the impact um, of that situation on him? Like, what are some of the things that I guess that stuck out to you as you watched this documentary and you know, that happened. Like, what are some things that you've seen change that were obvious to you, I guess? And what do you think? I mean, like, simple and plain, what, was the, what do you think that impact was for him? Um, I think it triggered his right, Well, is that, that question I can ask. Given you, <laughs> I don't know if I – I don't think I took my notes were as, were as in-depth as yours, Mikey. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, I thought – I mean, the death of a parent – Especially somebody that close. I mean, you could, you could. Everybody knows. I mean, everybody will, will kind of. I don't know if they jokingly say it or, or you know, their opinion is, you know, Ye started going the other way when, you know, when his mom passed. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of people say that, but I mean, that's look. My my parents are still alive, and I, I don't know how some of my brothers. I don't know how y'all went through it. I don't know how anybody goes through it. Um, I, I, it's definitely, it's definitely altering. I, I think it definitely had uh, an effect on him, um, mentally, psychologically. I, I mean, we, we talked about how many times in his, in his documentary alone, where it's shown where he goes back to his mom to kind of level him out, mm-hmm. you know, level his spirit out, level, level his, 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 his train of thought. You know, give him that, give him that, that pause, that, that motivation kind of, kind of refocus. Mm-hmm. And now he don't have that, you know, he still got the drive. He still got the hunger, but like we, we discussed before, like the, the, those are the things that pushed him to where he is, but he was always able to go back to his mom and kind of, and kind of refocus and, and rebalance and, and kind of snap back to reality a little bit. And then and then refocuses energy into something positive and productive, and it's like once that's gone, 
It's like, yeah, now you got all this energy, but then there you you can tell there's there's probably times where he needed to to rebase or, or whatever. I think I just made up a term, but it worked, you know, <laughs> and just and just kind of refocus his energy. And now you don't you don't have that. Not, not, nothing could replace Donda, yo. Not, nothing. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. I don't care how many I, we could have been. I, I could be 40 and we could be friends for 39 years. Mm-hmm. You can't yeah. you can't replace that, yo. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so now now that that's not there in place. Yeah, I think I think it had a tremendous a, a, a impact on Kanye, and it, it went on anybody who cared that much for their mother. So, battle, battle. Same question, man. What, what did you gather from this? That you know the impact that Donda and and keep in mind, fellas, as I come around the circle and asking y'all the same question, the way she died, right? Yeah. Sudden, you know, unexpected type. Fifty eight <laughs> years old, you know, so. Same question, Quan. What do you think? What did you see the impact of that death was on on Kanye? Yeah, I mean, it played a major impact on his psyche, on everything, man. You could just tell, you know what I mean. And you can even tell when it, the part in the documentary where uh, where, you know, where Cootie was talking and he was saying when he saw him, you could tell that he had been working. Like he didn't have it. He didn't. He didn't get that time just to kind of just grieve. Like you could tell he just he just immersed. He just submerged himself into his work. You know what I mean? And like you could tell, like even when it came to different parts when he was going <clears throat> when he was doing concerts, that you know, <clears throat> mentally that he just wasn't right. It just, you know what I mean? It just was it was a major impact on him. You know, it was it was you could tell, man, you could tell, you know, it was it was sad. It was a sad moment. You know what I mean? Someone that was at, that was you know consistently there for him every day. You know what I mean? Um just like you said, they were building the the, the Donna Foundation, you know. Um and he, he, she, and you always notice, like when they kept going back into the the documentaries, she kept saying that you need an angel on your, on your side. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was so many things and so many particular signs that they was that that they were showing, that to where it, it really affected him. Like, I don't, I don't care who it is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that 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 has to be hard. You know what I mean? And then have to go back into work, and then have to put on this like this 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 face or this figure. You know what I mean? Like that everything is all right because you're always in this, you're always in the lens. You know what I'm saying? You're always, you know, you're always being looked at or judged or, you know what I mean? So like, I, I don't care who it is, yo, you could be, you know, you could be a genius, you can be uh, a multimillionaire, but something like that, I mean, that's going to, that's going to, that's going to, that's going to, uh, it's a big impact. It takes a lot on, that could, that could take a lot on anybody, on anybody's, you know what I'm saying, mental, man. So, um, yeah, definitely. Easy for him. So, same question, Marvel. What did you see, man? Like the impact of that on ye on Yeezy, and uh, you know, yeah, no, it's kind of crazy. Like I have, it's so funny. I think of my mom in a lot of those situations, how in those scenes, because my mom was a teenage. I think I think she was a teenage mom, right? Um, or pretty young when she yeah. had Kanye. Um, but I think you know, because my mom is super. I'm only child. My mom is super close um you know protective and all that and i saw a lot of that um with their interaction and the the thing that summed it up for me their whole relationship to be honest with you was was a very you know different kind of scene but when he was at the dentist and the guy they took his wire out mm-hmm. and he was like no she wants it with the blood on like just like that that's mm-hmm. all i needed to hear you know to know yeah. what their relationship was like at mm-hmm. the end of the day because yeah he was like no she just likes to keep this stuff no don't clean it don't wash it she wants it just as it is you know so 
So him having that type of relationship with her and actually her having that conversation about something like that was like, wow, like she's, you know, she's definitely, you know, someone who's a rock and foundation for him. So no, it definitely was, you know, a big, big, huge loss. And and I think it triggered his bipolarism, honestly. I mean, it's like when you watch hoarders or something like, you know, people stop taking care of themselves and hoarding stuff. And it's usually after death. You it's know, an event, like, right. Like a divorce know. or some, something that triggers it. And just, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it really tri- triggered his me- mental illness. Um, uh, you know, there's probably something underlining there, um, but I think that just kind of put it over the edge. Um, and obviously, the henny didn't help that night. But, you know, <laughs> we've, all, we've all had those nights. I mean, we had that. We, had that night. we definitely had those henny nights. So, ooh, <laughs> yeah. ooh, I want to, I want to present the question a little different to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you and I, we've lost our mother, right? Mm-hmm. So we know how that feels. So how explain that impact in your words right as being somebody who's gone through it right from you watching it right because right. i know it hit me a little different watching it and having experienced it you know how did it i guess in your own words man explain the impact of how from from your own experience and what you saw on the TV and how it was a little different. <laughs> Everybody say you hello know, to Alex. What up, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, you know what, Parker? Um, it's, it's a weird thing because, like you said, when you lose a parent, um, it, mothers are just different, right? Like, <clears throat> they, not only do they give you life, but even past that, they are, they support the hell out of you. They love you. Yeah, I know dads love you, and I get it. Thank you, dad. Love you, too. But, (laughs) dang, there's nothing like a mother's love. It's just just nothing. You can't. They don't give a shit if you don't do anything in life. They love you. And and their relationship that Donda and and Kanye had was they were were best friends. Mm -hmm. As an only child, like, you know, like, like I said, like Mr. Marble, like, when I see with him and his mom that I've known forever, it's it's a bond that eat, I I you know harken back to even our, my mother, and it's like my mother had like three other kids, so like even if they do love you a lot, shit, you got more kids you got to like <laughs> take care of, and you got to show them love too. But when you that only child and you have that mother that's doting on you. There's just nothing like it. And him losing him losing her was I mean, she's how many mothers you know actually support their kids becoming rappers? Right? Like uh, uh, you know, mothers get a job, you know, work, get a family, get a house. That's the path that most parents want you to go on. This lady actually said, I'm gonna buy you equipment, I'm gonna take you to other producers' house so you can learn how to produce. Yeah. This th- that's more than just a mother at that point. That's a mentor. That's a pro- a protector, a friend. Um, yeah, their relationship was just so unique and different. Um, as it it was just beautiful to watch, and it's very. And I, you you make a good point, Mike. How she died? If you died from cancer, mm. cool, right? I'm not cool, but I get it. Yeah, right? dog. That's that's not quite. That's not cool. No, not cool, but that's understandable. That's a slow death. You understand what's coming. When you go and get a surgery, a plastic surgery, and die on a table, 
that's unexpected. That's that's you you can't prepare for that, and that suddenness is is shocking to him. And I, I hope he would have got. And by the way, sidebar: where the hell is his dad in all this situation? I think I think his dad. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that was his dad in the video when they was doing the the life of Pablo, um, listening party. Yeah, look like his dad. His dad, his dad was on the phone, and then yeah, at the yeah, end, he's yeah. on. The, but like, at no point, dad, do you like step up and be like, "Yo, like, I need to be around my son right now." Like, he lost his his mother. I lost my ex wife. No, I mean, we don't know that. I mean, they showed. Have you ever seen him? Have you ever heard from him? Though? Maybe he don't want to be. I mean, he later on in the doc, he he it was on. I was on his a FaceTime. Phone call. Like, I yeah, didn't and, and like, the call, become... the call was. Yeah, I'm calling because I'm concerned about you. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, but Dad, I need you to be here. You know what I'm saying? We, like, I, mean, get, we don't, I don't, we don't need don't... you to be on the phone. I need you to be here. Your son is like crumbling under a lot of pressure and stress. We we don't we don't know what that situation was, but Alex, you jumped in at the right time. You also uh, have lost your mom. Um, you didn't watch the doc, but everybody knows that Kanye lost Donda. And, uh, you know, it's clear that the effect that it had on him. So, I mean, if you don't mind, like, share a little bit of the impact that losing your mom might have had on you. Yeah, it's impactful. It's never easy. Uh, What I would say to Dayud's point about maybe it's tougher losing a parent instantly versus otherwise. Mike, I know you lost both of your parents in two, two different ways. And I watched my mother die for 10 years, a slow death. And my brother-in-law, Aaron, found his mother dead on the side of her bed. I don't know if one is worse than the other. So, I, 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 you know, I, I, death is a terrible thing. We're all, you know, we're all going to die at some point. I think the loss of a parent, it can be challenging. And I, I think... Everybody handles loss different, whether it's a, you, you lose your parent or it's anyone else. You're going to process that loss differently. What I think, though, is that your parents, hopefully, your parents put a lot of effort into raising you and giving you what you need and hopefully making you helping you become a productive adult. And for me, when my mom died, uh, I wanted knowing she was going to die. I never wanted her to have to worry about me when she was gone that was a part of you know she was worried about a lot as she was getting closer to death the last thing i wanted her to be concerned concerned with was oh one of my kids can't take care of themselves one of my kids can't be a productive adult you know because there was nobody else to come to my rescue if she was gone so i I feel as i mentioned everybody handles death death differently i am not one to say that the loss of a parent's an excuse for you to act like an ass Mm-hmm. Because your parent puts too much into you for you to then fall apart. You can grieve, and that grieving process can take years. It can take decades. Uh, but I would imagine no parent wants to be up in heaven looking down and their kid is running amok after everything they put in to hopefully for you to become a productive adult. So, And if you need help with the grieving process, there's a lot of resources out there, whether you're rich or otherwise. There's a lot of resources out there. So I, 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 I would imagine losing his mother had a massive impact on him. Whether that did anything else, whether you know people call him crazy or whether 
I don't know any of anything about that. Uh, but I do know that for me personally, my mom's not here. I, I want her to not, I, I don't want her to ever worry about Alex won't be okay. That mm-hmm. I didn't do what I needed to do. And that I, I'm taking for granted, not only what she did, but my grandmother died at 57 also, who was basically mother mother. So like they put too much into me for me to be running around acting like an idiot because they're no longer here. I have mm-hmm. enough respect for them to act like I'm supposed to. Yeah, I mean, and to your point about grieving, uh, I wanted to point out that my personal opinion of what I've seen in the situation with Kanye is I don't think he took the time to grieve, right? Because they said a week later he was performing. And um, that was kind of the start of when people started to see you know, certain signs out of him. And, and, and it's understandable. Like, he lost his mom literally a week ago, and he's in Belgium, I think, performing. Um, and if it's if I add my own little spin to it, one thing that I regret for myself is not taking the time to grieve the loss of my mom. I felt like I had a lot of other things around me that needed to I needed to take care of. Um, a lot of other people that I needed to make sure that they were properly grieving. And in that process, I neglected my own grieving. And it doesn't do anything but push it down the line. It's like a bad contract. <laughs> it's like a restructured contract in the NFL. It's just pushing the money down the line. And it doesn't do anything but push it down later and later, and it didn't hit me until – you know, I realized like, damn, and this was years later that, you know, I, I never grieved the loss of not only my mom, my parents. So, and that's what stuck out to me in this situation with Kanye. I don't feel like he, I think Cootie, Cootie pointed that out as well. I don't feel like he took the time to properly grieve the loss of his mom, his best friend, his manager, his everything. So, yeah, no, that's, I mean, those are, man, I'm like, uh, like that, what you guys are talking about is so, um, so touching at the, you know, because it's, it's so funny, like, I didn't grow up with my dad, um, my, and my mom was a teenage mom, and then I found out my dad passed away, um, you know, through the grapevine, basically, and it was weird because I felt like, up to that point, I never really thought about not having a dad in my life, it was like this weird thing about, like, when you're talking about grieving and stuff, I never really talked to anybody about the impact that not having a dad was in my life as a kid. You know what I'm saying? It was like a weird, like I didn't have that opportunity type of thing. So the way that it, um, that it all had transpired, you know, it was like this weird conundrum of feelings as far as like this happened. How do I address this? Am I supposed to be mad, sad, you know, regretful this that and the other so it was like the total like inverse you know of not having and then when the person passes being like man i never really addressed myself not having you know a a father so it was like this so it was interesting so it you know i feel like through and through the mental health is so important or just talking to have people or having people around you Mm -hmm. that care about you is so pivotal and that's why i don't know why these celebrities and stuff don't necessarily understand that and respect that um, and have these people around them because at the end of the day, they've seen the horror stories. They've heard the, the crash and burns over and over again, you know, but there's something about the glitz and glamour, glamour that makes people feel like they're 10 again and they can't, nothing bad can mm-hmm. happen to them. 
You know, <laughs> I think that's the biggest yeah. part of the problem. It's like a fantasy world. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, it's just it was a powerful thing, and I think that's part of kind of full circling. That's what makes easy so powerful, so special. Oh lord! <laughs> All right, I'm, I, I'm, I'm about to holler. Oh my god! What did I do? What did I do? <laughs> but, no, what I'm saying is he he goes through these situations in public, in front of hundreds and hundreds of millions on every magazine. That's he a choice. Goes, that's a it's choice. a choice, but the openness to go through that stuff is with he could be closed, and we don't know what's going on in 99% of these celebrities to an extent. They only do the good, beautiful stuff, the glitz and glamour, like you said. Yeezy, though, has a realness to him. You see him losing his mother, you see him grieving, you see his thoughts, his beliefs. And I think that's part of his beauty, and that's also part of what gets him in trouble sometimes. But that's kind of the blend, right? That's maybe, the mix that you need. Maybe that's that just a part. Of, maybe that's just a part of his shtick, right? <laughs> a part of his brand. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, it could maybe, be right. Maybe. I mean, well, so, I mean, he tweets again. something. He tweets something crazy, and people go flock and buy his clothes, <laughs> right? Like, no, I mean, his clothes are incredible clothes. They're artistic. Oh They're God. beautiful. They're different. Why do you own do you own any of his clothes? I can't fit none of that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> dog, you're, dog, you're a buck fifty now. The, the most valuable commodity is hu- is humanity. The most valuable commodity is humanity. It can be both leveraged, you know. <laughs> I mean, part of it is I don't know. I, I mean, some of it, I'm sure, is some trolling and some on brand stuff. I'm sure some of it is. Of course it is. So let me so let me jump in here so we can let me move this forward because you guys are giving the perfect segue. Mm -hmm. Again, a a, a quick speed through. So he loses Donda, right? Mm -hmm. Then there's a moment where Cootie is trying to reach out to him to check on him. He finally gets in touch with him through through another friend or whatever the case may be. Finds out that you know Kanye wants Cootie back around. Okay. Right, Cootie's back around, and then he ices him again. Right? What? How did he ice him this time? <laughs> he, this is this is when this is when he was about to again, right? yeah he's about to go on tour again, mm-hmm. and Kanye's team, not Kanye. Mm-hmm. And this is oh, to right, Sean's right, point. Right, right. This okay. is to Sean point where you paying people to tell people <laughs> that, that you that you can't pay them no more. <laughs> so. He this then turns into six years of them not talking right, or right, filming. Right. No right. more filming for six years of that, right? So then that goes to about 2014-ish 14, or whatever. Right, right. Life of Pablo, yeah. Right? Then Cootie gets a call from Common. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He, right? Right. He, he wants Common to do his music fest. Uh-huh. And Kanye was gonna be the special guest at this yeah. at this festival, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is the first time they had seen each other, hadn't really talked in a while, X, Y, and Z. Uh, and they see each other still a little off or whatever. Cootie said he was nervous because he knew Kanye, but he never met Yeezy. <laughs> which I thought was interesting. <laughs> right, right, right. He never knew. <laughs> Again, they they talk a little bit. 
they in the same they in the same circles, not together, but people are now calling Cootie to document situations where Kanye is a part of, mm-hmm. just like this common situation. Other mm-hmm. brother reached out for him to document him him recording with Kanye. GLC, and, right, right, right. And right. that's when Kanye said, "Turn the tape off, stop recording." Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, and now, then, and, okay, 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 and then. <laughs> That went on to where they didn't talk for another two years, right? <laughs> they didn't talk for another two years. Now, okay. before we go into that, that's 2016. Right, right. You right. were about to say something. Ooh. Well, I was just, did we know that he was saying cut the tape off in reference to Cootie or maybe something else happened? Well, because Cootie said that that's the, for the first time yeah. in 20 years, he told me, he told me stop, yeah. stop filming. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I do know because in between that time that they weren't talking 2008-2014, Kanye dropped the masterpiece um, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. And he he post, he he went to a um, a studio in Honolulu and he would post things on like the wall, things you couldn't do. And one of the things was you can't videotape it. So I'm, I'm thinking was he getting to the point where he just didn't want his creative process to be videotaped, and it wasn't a diss to Cootie per se, but it was a, like I, I, I'm in a, I'm in like a zone right now. Yeah, I don't but that, that wasn't his session. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, That's true. So, <laughs> I, I don't have any words for it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> like yo, stop making excuses, bro. He he switched up on home. Okay, right? well, yeah. I mean, okay, so so. <laughs> Unless any any of y'all want to throw anything else in there, I'm kind of speedball. Well, he was uh, well. Nah, the other thing too, I would point out, please. he was getting a haircut at the time when he said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, he maybe, didn't, maybe, and he didn't speak he to him. Up, no, yeah. <laughs> and he barely wanted to speak to him. So then that goes to 2016, right? Okay. 2016 is the year that people started to see signs, or what people, some people considered Kanye's bug out year. We started bugging out, right? Um, now. I guess people say it was his bug out year, but this was probably the year when his mental illness started to show, right? Mm -hmm. That he might've had some mental, mental illness issues going on here. Um, Again, him and Cootie still not on, on the same page. You got 2017, which was the re which, which, which was the reunion, right? They got, they got hooked back up by a friend, a close friend of theirs. And then, that then led to them going to China together. Right, 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 right. Right? Okay. So they go to China and, you know, interesting part about that. Now, I want, I want y'all to jump in on the China part because, to me, that was the start of the Yeezy, right? He started the creative process of creating the shoe and other things. But when it got to the part when it was time to go home, Right? And even Cootie felt like, yo, I know when we get home, I got to separate from from bro. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm worried about mm-hmm. him. And I don't know if I'm ever going to speak to him again. Mm-hmm. Just that time in China that they spent together and some of the stuff that Cootie would record and, and got on tape. What do you think about that Kanye after he went through all he went through? Now, that was, you know, a good five, six, seven, eight years in between that I just went through. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> the time in China. I think that it, the time in China, I think it was more for him. I think it was more, it was more intimate for him. Like in the sense of 
the people that actually like care about him. You know what I mean? Like he was able to have some type of structure. Mm. You know what I mean? Structure. Like Good he was word. able. You know what I mean? Like he was. You could tell he was kind of structured, balanced, even balanced a little bit. Like you know. Like it wasn't all about like I mean it was about music, but it was also about there to like to create things. Like you know he had Kid Cudi with him. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You know I me, mean? Cudi is an innovator when it comes to his creativeness and the things that he you know he does when it comes to music and everything. So like you could tell he had certain people, and even like I said, you know he was talking about Cootie was around, and they, there was a part where they was actually sitting down at the dinner table and they were just like, just it was like them four, whatever, just sitting back. Just talking, you know what I mean? You could tell they had like really good times. Mm-hmm. And just like you said, Mike, there was a part where they he knew, like, all right, well, when it comes back to after going back to the States, like, yeah, we all gonna have to go our separate ways. You know what I'm saying? And like at the end of the day, like like you said, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I'm gonna you know talk about I don't know if I'm gonna see Kanye again. You know what I mean? But you could tell, like, you know, they they seemed like they had a like a you know, a real good time in, in China. It was and it seemed like it was just it was kind of just organic and 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 then forward, they was working, doing what they need to do for the for the album, whatever. And then when he came back, it was it was back to business. Mm-hmm. No, that's a you, yeah. you made really good points. It was it was organic, it was structure, and it was people that actually Ye needs that. It, although he is a genius, and genius can kind of go off the reservation, he needs that that structure and people who actually care about him and his well being. And that's why I think. Uh, this divorce is so hard on him um, because he wanted to give his kids that structure and that uh, really that organicness that you know taking the birthday parties in Disney World and shit like that. You can't be, you can't be organicness or any of that if you're married to a Kardashian. Yeah, I, yeah, I you, know that. I know that. But he, you're not giving he, your kids structure in that lifestyle. He loves. Where does it end? Well, okay, 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 can, I, can I ask a question? Well, well, hold, well, hold, what, one what? second, battle. As weird as it is, and I know Kim is a vapid person, I actually think she loves Kanye. I, I, I really do. I actually think they were really, really good for each other. I don't. Now, I, the other factors, I don't know, but I think she actually loves him. I really do. Well, she's been married four or five times, so whether or not yeah, she loves yeah, him, I, was, I don't I was gonna know. Say, I think she loves the decision she made to marry him because it was her decision, but I don't think nothing yeah. past yeah. that. I would. Well, put... well, well, I mean, well, well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Wait, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> well, well, because so she so she's been more married four four or five times. She just it's what she can't. She can't love. Well, no, 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 not that they've literally destroyed all of those men's. I mean, half of them have almost died. Yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, yeah. It, I mean, look, I, I don't know if she's loved those other men. I don't know if she's loved Kanye. What I know, what I, what it appears is that, you know, she gets married every two or three years. So to me, that doesn't sound like love. If you're able to get married every two or three years and you've been married four or five times. But I also don't believe that he's trying to give his kid structure. You have Kanye and Kim, two, two people who seek out attention like no one else that I've ever seen. They don't want to give structure to their children. Not not behind the scenes. Kids stay out of the spotlight structure. They're not doing that, man. They're quite as kept. They're, they're, they're pimping them kids for television and for social media. Both of them are. Both mm. of them are. Mm. And that's also, I mean, when Kim came out and said she didn't want Kanye talking about her on social media, but then just recently came out and said, but everything they went through will be on the up and coming season on, of, Hulu, show, on Hulu. Right. They're pimping, they're, and they're also pimping their kids. Why did your kid need an Instagram? It starts at the top. That mom. That mom. Is oh, she, she's yeah. the biggest pimp of them all. Yeah, she you is. Know, I'm, I'm just, you know, there'd be some, 
there'll there, be some folks that be that'll be talking otherwise. That's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. What you what you mean? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm just no, no, no. I'm just it'd, it'd, it'd be other folks talking. It'd be other folks talking otherwise about that. Just, but that you know. uh, that Kim is a what, that she wants to be with Kanye or that she loves Kanye. Yeah, there's there's people that say that you know they, they were married, they were together, and you know they they had all this and so I mean I'm I'm just saying there'll be there'll be people that look at it on the other side like you know of course I mean yeah, yeah maybe I think maybe you can maybe do serious shit when you're rich very easily like you can do serious serious shit when you're rich very easily and it makes it too accessible like getting married when you're like worth five hundred million dollars is is a weekend in Vegas. I mean, we, we could take a poll. Nobody here probably thought that when they got married, it was going to last 30 no. years. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. We knew Definitely what this not. was. Definitely not. 30, but it did last 10, right? They were married 10 years. No, they weren't. Was 10 it years? It's gotta be, they got like four, the oldest kids and, gotta be eight, nine. And quiet as kept. Didn't Kim, uh, Chris Humphrey say that she was messing around with Kanye when him and her were married? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So, like, yo, yeah, come yeah. on. Chris who? We don't even count <laughs> You know, he's a, we don't even count his work. He, he used to be prom king. <laughs> <laughs> but so, so anyway, to bring it back a little bit, I think one of the things in that year for him, right, mm-hmm. in 2017, obviously that was the doc was back on. Right, okay. Cootie didn't right, think that right. he would film again. The doc was back on. He let him, he, you know, he started to let him film. He started to open up a little bit more about what he was going through mentally and stuff like that behind the scenes, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the interesting parts of that year and that trip was seeing Kanye's creative juices kind of flowing, like when he mm-hmm. was creating a shoe, mm-hmm. things like that, and just his input on it. And I thought that was interesting, even drawing up and mocking up, yeah, um, you know. Prototypes of the shoe, I thought was like, damn, yo, he really, he he really was involved in that. Can, can I say something, sir? Sure. Um, <laughs> the guy's a pure. Listen, I I hate using the word because that's I get it, you know, but he's special, man. This guy, what we're watching now is special talent. Slurp, slurp, now, slurp. You know, this is called. Food compressed ideology. It's it's basically like the people that we have access to are the smartest people around, right? It's like I knew people that could be in the NBA if they had an opportunity, or if they weren't selling drugs or doing whatever this, that, and the other. But that does that doesn't make him Kobe Bryant because Kobe Bryant had that opportunity. And he however, had, however, he more had it, Kobe Bryant had the work ethic. He had and the work what, ethic, but then Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has no work ethic. <laughs> getting paid. No, it's just not a jump shot. Yeah, but, but no, and, and the thing about Yeezy, like, like you said, I mean, he's he's not only created some of the greatest music ever, but now he's literally became a, a huge force in the fashion world. He's he's becoming a huge force in 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 in, in so many different avenues that it's just. He's a special PT. <laughs> yeah, Ood, yeah, Ood. You said he's a huge force. Okay, I'm gonna give you two choices. Okay. <laughs> the guy that created Haynes, Fruit of the Lo- Fruit of the Loom, or Kanye West. Who do you think? Who, which 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 one do you think is more valuable? On the low. Yeah, or the guy that has five thousand sneakers that come out, they sell for five hundred dollars a piece, but they only have five thousand of them. What about the guy that sells drawers to everybody? 
That guy has control. Uh, See, here's the thing that's so interesting all the time. Like, I needed this you can create every product you want, and it could be the hottest shit in the world, right? You create a gold, like Jacob the jeweler, right? He's the hottest jeweler, right? right. He's one of eight million jewelers. And the and the Kate and the person that owns the 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 the, the mine that gives the, the jewelers the bears is making more than, than any of these guys ever would make in a million years. The one that's supplying <laughs> jewelers and Jareds and all these you know brokers, those are the ones who are cornering the market. It's it's a it's a um I don't know I don't want to go down this existential hole, but it's like it's interesting because Kanye through his music medium created a sneaker that yes. caught fire. And then he created some hoodies. You know, he hasn't done anything in the fashion industry that's changed anything. I mean, he's basically done what everybody else has done from a Supreme or this, that, and the other. He's used his um, influence to put it on the backs of everybody that he has a sphere around. But you when know? you say his stuff well, looks a lot different, like he doesn't just have a regular hoodie. No, he it is a regular hoodie. hoodie. You know, it's literally a hoodie. It's, it's coming from the same hoodie. factory that any other hoodie's coming from. <laughs> like hoodie, hoodie and Crocs. Those, like, those. It's not like they had to create a whole new factory for uh, Kanye hoodies. Like, oh, we can't produce this over here. This is some old different <laughs> shit. Like, I don't know I mean, what machine you want us to make with this, but we got to create a whole new machine and patent it just for Kanye hoodies. That's coming I mean, from the same hoodie template. Okay, okay. Would you think he, you think he's a fashion fashion genius, right? <laughs> Um, I don't know if he's a fashion genius. I think he is. He's a billionaire. Thank you, Mr. Collins. But I don't really care about the money. See, the money is just a part of. Is it gonna is it gonna stop there? Like my thing is, it, it's so funny. Like when Chris Rock says, "I want to be the family that owns the color blue." That's, like like it's that generational wealth that lasts forever and ever. It's not the individual like uh, Forbes list bullshit that <laughs> Kanye's on. I'm talking about like are Kanye's grandkids gonna be known because they're Kanye's great 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 grandkids? That's it, are Yeezys gonna sustain the test of time to do that? I mean, do you, I don't know, do but you, I know nails will. I know screws will. I know fucking yeah, I know, I know, yeah, will. Yeah, I know <laughs> rubber will. Yeah, like the, the semiconductor shit, the shit that makes computers. He's, yeah. he's just a genius on, every, on so many levels. And maybe genius isn't the right word. And that's cool. That's cool. I just think he's a special talent. Um, I think he's an artistic uh, maven. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of him. <laughs> Remember that song that came out, Bang Bang? Remember that guy on American Idol that did that one? Bang, oh, bang, oh, William yeah. bang. William he was a marketing genius also. <laughs> he just had 30 million people watching him say, bang, bang. And then he had 100 million YouTube clips. Susan Boyle. Where's where's Susan where's Boyle Susan? at? <laughs> Remember Howard Stern would make... He, he would call people and make sure that they voted for William Hung. He left the way so and, look, man. Anyways, Parker, get, get, yeah, yeah, we went off a tangent. We yeah. went off a but I do want to get to this because I think this will be an interesting conversation between two of the panelists here. 2018. Damn. Right? Okay, we're getting closer. Damn. I for like ten minutes. We only on 2018. <laughs> 2018 was the start of 
this guy. Mega Yee. Mm. Okay. Mega Yee. So Mega Yeezy <laughs> came okay. around. You look like a Martin character, yo. Jump around looking at that. Huey, Dewey, and Louie? What's that hat? <laughs> Came around in 2018. Wow. Four years. Um, okay. So, fellas, man. Nah, he deserved to get clowned for that mm-hmm. shit. Listen, what, what, are, what are our thoughts on MAGA, MAGA Yeezy? Yeah, I'm going to talk about What do you think our thoughts are? And, 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 I got, no, I got no thoughts. 20, 2018, again, was... That you look like he's sympathizing. Another one of his considered bug-out years, right? <laughs> well, Dave, how many bug-out years he going to have? I don't know, bro. But we still haven't got to the conversation the Dominican. That was... Oh, that was... No, that was a... He was crazy. He was in an um, episode there. Like, that was an episode. Yeah. But hear me out. Hear me out on this whole Maggie Yeezy thing. Oh, here we go. Yep. Now... Ooh, ooh, I will give you this. Him and him and Kardashian did free a lot of slaves, so that was good. <laughs> I'm gonna say it like this. Yeah. Um yeah. Trump was so polarizing. Um <laughs> win, lose, or draw. He is yeah. literally probably the most polarizing. I mean, he I mean he's insanely polarizing. And oh, um the far as Yeezy, I think that's when a lot of so-called, you know. Uh, African Americans who 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 identify as liberal woke uh, Democrats. Um, Wait, ho 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 ho. I think at this point, I think at this point, I think at this point, Republican blacks have far surpassed wokeness uh, compared to liberals. Listen, y'all, I don't, y'all, I don't y'all think any of those titles. Those, oh, Biden doing for you? Those like, yeah, those right, titles right. Are, are are really media driven, and they know how we feel about the yeah, media. Yeah, but but motherfuckers fall into that shit. Well, that's I mean, but the point I'm making is the fact that Yeezy showed his true freedom and not going the way of everyone else is 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 part why <laughs> part why people hate him. And it's part why a lot of people say it's actually okay to be free and have your own thoughts. That and that's the true. scary part with the guy like him. He he he's polarizing in that he we kind of idolize his freedom in that form, in that um celebrity form. Because most celebrities they, they're either just you know, whatever, whatever. They they go the way that their dollars going. Yeezy actually went the opposite way and got shot for it and got and got you know stoned for it so do i agree with it no i mean I, it's not that i agree or disagree with it i don't care that that's not going to stop me from liking him with his political and that's like that's like me saying i don't like marvel because he voted this way or that way that's corny to me wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait that's corny wait, 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 i don't wait, wait, care wait, wait, wait. what Someone's political affiliation is. <laughs> the, the, if 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 Sean votes Republican, yeah, that's that his is very, business. Wait, hold on, hold that's on. That's his I, business. Hold hold on. Okay. If Sean voted Republican, mm-hmm. that's a very different situation Why? than if Sean was a famous person on television and TV and on radio every day, saying the way that he's voting and trying to sway things. They're two different things, man. Who's trying that, to sway? Dayud Fahim Wallace. He was <laughs> my middle name on TV. No. <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 man. Kanye, Kanye can like whoever he likes politically. Mm-hmm. 
we all have a right to vote for who we want to. Do but he know? was trying, but he was trying to sway yes. things, man. He was trying to sway things. And not only that, when he, when he did get blasted by the black community, what was the first thing that he did? Ran and got a black choir, mm. and and tried to appeal whoa, again whoa, whoa, to, whoa, to whoa, black whoa. Sense, to black religious. Yes, he did. That's exactly what he did. And then he wasn't even paying them. <laughs> what I know about all that? Oh, Mike, I, Mike, I know you heard about that. He mm. wasn't paying the choir. I got that, I got that next. Keep he wasn't that, paying Sunday. Oh man, it's like, come on. He's a, he's, he's a charlatan. Yeah, he's Jim Baker. He's a charlatan. <laughs> All right, you, you you missed some of the comments earlier too, Alex. <laughs> I started to show off with comments from last, but but it, 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 Colin, they call me Skip Bayless. <laughs> skipping no, skipping MJ. It was me and Kanye. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know, uh, so okay, and, and I, I want to shout out Richard Collins because Richard and yeah. I kind of went back. It wasn't no back and forth. It was a dialogue and comments. He left some comments and I appreciated him for checking out the the uh, videos, even though he said OTR Mike is not real. I don't know where he got that from. I'm as real as they come, brother. Anyway, <laughs> he disagrees with the last statement. He said that's a lie. What, what's a lie, what, Richard? What, that he wasn't paying? Yeah, what, which, what, what is that? What do you mean, Richard? That he wasn't paying his, the choir or... Well, we'll, we'll, we'll pull it back up when I you. I mean, not not paying a choir. I mean, listen, musicians. It's a it's a weird business. Kirk oh, here Franklin. We, here was, we go. Kirk, Kirk Franklin was robbing God's people too. I mean, I, I did <laughs> I did see them all on a plane together. So I guess he was getting them tickets at least because I saw them all on a plane singing one time on uh, yes. sixty minutes. So I guess he got. I guess he paid him airfare. Yeah, he paid for that. And they, and they got to, they got to eat, but got the Southwest fifty nine dollar get anywhere, man. So wait a minute, Holler, are, are are you insinuating? Are you insinuating that he went the the, the gospel route to get black fans again? Yeah, the the, the 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 same way Johnny Cochran put up black pictures in OJ's house when he was on trial. <laughs> it's the exact same thing. OJ rock a OJ rock a black coach. Did, did OJ win? He did win. <laughs> But, it, but I tell Is you this what, was <laughs> Y'all are mess, man. <laughs> Yo, he did. He got once once black folks turned on him. He went he went and did right what I expected him to do. Return to return to faith. Get a black choir. Get all his black friends like Dave Chappelle to circle around him. That's all he did. Okay. But is that bad? I don't understand why that's bad. Though. So, I so let's. Whole... I mean, I, I, I don't think you had. We have any more. Any of y'all want to add on to the MAGA Kanye? No, I, I was just gonna say, uh, you know, black people. You know, we are the biggest crutch for both white and black people. You gotta, you gotta come through us if you want something. You gotta, you better play nice with us publicly if you want that shit to pop. That's all I gotta say. Right? Yeah, and, and I mean. I asked that because to what Alex said, I thought was an interesting point throughout the doc. It did it did show where when he caught the flack for his comments mm-hmm. and he became MAGA Kanye, he went on the radio uh, tour where he was apologizing for what he said. He started tweeting that he was going to stay away from politics. Um, he even on one radio show, those who watch the doc, you see him crying because. A, a caller called up and said what you said was offensive and they were crying as well. He took a year off and then when he came back in 2019, we had this <clears throat> Sunday service. 
So my question to you guys, I mean PR stunt. <laughs> who are those people in the back? Who is what? That's Yeezy fashion, man. Look like I mean, three. It looks like um, um what's that movie with Denzel um where he's blind? Book of Book Eli. Eli. Book yeah, of Eli. that's Book mm-hmm. of Eli. So <laughs> my question to y'all. Once he be once he came back as Sunday service, you know I found God, Kanye. Did that's it change so your pers- Did it change your perspective? Of, because I mean, that's no, he so, did. That's so rude, though. No, he what did. Mean, fi- I found God. Nate, he found God. Hear, he, did you not hear he, Jesus walk? Did you 14, watch it? Fifteen years before. Okay, but that God is you, always in part of His music and part yeah, of His soul. But did you did you hear? Did you watch the doc? Right? Because I know you. And he said. When I found the Lord, he felt he like he, maybe he no, no, he, he got in contact with him. No, he, I, I'm only going by what he said. And you can know, you can, you can know about God and Jesus and everything mm-hmm. and whatever, whatever you, whatever your, 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 your thing is. Okay. But sure, finding him is different. Like okay. actually walking in that way. And he felt at that time mm-hmm. he was walking in that way of the okay. book of the good book. I don't believe him. So that's we a, don't so, believe you. You need more people. So <laughs> that, that's did it change your perspective of him? When yeah, I thought it was. Did yeah, you think it was a ploy? And then oh, those yeah. who, those who saw the doc, right? It did show a little bit of behind the scenes thing. Did you did you did any of that sway you from thinking it was a ploy? It, it no public religion is to me always a ploy. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's like it's like I want to film myself at the soup kitchen. You know, or I want, I want to feel myself volunteering. Like, I want to make that into a show. I'm just volunteering. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like. So you're saying you got to do things in the dark if it's well, real. Well, because, because like, like, I'm not religious. I'm agnostic. I, you know, if we turn into fossil fuel, it's totally fine with me. But my thing is, if you are Christian or whatever your religion is, and you're like, you, you, you practice on a little bit, I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus, you know, Christianity or what, whatever case it be, he was a poor and he worked with people that were poor and, you know, mm-hmm. and try to, you know, make uplift, you know, the situation and, and sacrifice himself and all that kind of stuff. I don't feel like that's like something to be like broadcasted over like, like I saw something where he had like an IMAX like promo thing and he was doing mm-hmm. all this. He was in, <clears throat> in a studio where everybody was looking at him super weird when he was talking about moving the White House from the field and yeah. when people are doing like this, uh-huh, 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 like a bunch, that means they're, they're not listening to you. And I felt like <clears throat> if you if you have faith and you are reborn Christian or whatever the case may be and you found yourself, that's like a private, personal thing. You know, like 50 made an interesting point where he was like, I got like all these songs that I made. He was like, I always find it funny when a rapper says, Oh, this is a personal project to me. He was like, "Well, that shit, that should be in your personal earphones." Then, if you made it for you, that should just be for you. You know, like he's like, "I got all the shit I just listened to that I made just for myself," and I felt like there's some honor in that. Like, why do you have to promote your religious zealousness? I don't like. I feel like it's not necessary. You are religious. You're doing a great thing, being a better person, whatever the case may be. But I don't think it's something you go on tour with. You know, he's not he's not ordained or like you know he's he's not marrying people like what what I don't understand he's just got a 
a group of people that he's are following him around he's with a keyboard and singing it's, music that sounds so full. And it's yeah. not it's it's not it's, and it's not like uh God needs Kanye to promote him. The Bible is the <laughs> exactly. best selling book of all time. So like what are we doing here? Yeah. So I thought it was a ploy. So 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 Kwan. What do you what did you think of the Sunday service? Kanye. Coming off of MAGA Kanye, the next time we see him, he's Sunday service Kanye. What did you think of that whole movement? Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty, pretty, pretty iffy movement. Like I said, you go that two ends of the spectrum, yo. You go from you go from, from MAGA Trump to <clears throat> to Sunday Fire service. Kanye. I don't know, man. You said what? From MAGA Trump to, to MAGA Kanye to, to choir Kanye. Yeah, choir Kanye. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like I said, I'm not the one. I'm not the one to tell anybody when they, you know, they find they they spark and 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 uh, you know when it comes to you know what I'm saying God or whatever. I, I don't I don't know, but I mean, hey, I guess you know whatever. Yeah. I mean, people do it every day. People do it every day. You know a lot about the good book. What did you think about Kanye and? The, the Sunday service movement. Did it come off as it was it a ploy to you or did you watch the doc? Did you, you watch this episode, right? I watched Kanye. I know what you're okay. talking about. Yeah. I was fleet <laughs> watching the Knicks doing something. Okay. So what did but you I, think? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I generally follow Kanye. I know what you're talking about. So what did you think about the Sunday service movement? I actually, I actually liked the album. To be honest with you, <laughs> I liked it. Was there a Sunday um, Service album? No, Jesus is love. Jesus, 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 love. love. Jesus oh. is love. I mean, I, you know, it. I liked it. I, I like Donda better. Than, <laughs> I don't, as I don't a religious know. album. Like as far as it, I'm like I'm with Quan on this. Like I'm not I'm not the one to. I'm not going to publicly question anybody's faith. Mm-hmm level of faith or anything like that um i'm never gonna do that um i if now within myself my own personal spirit of discernment you know if i'm dealing with that person you know that's that's a totally different thing but i it could it could have been a ploy i don't know i i'll be honest with you i don't really feel comfortable uh questioning anybody else's level of personal faith he and yeah, okay, he does that, and then you know he he's seen doing other things that are that are not considered <laughs> yeah. godly or whatever. But you know, and and I and I get that, and there there is hypocrisy in that, but that doesn't mean that you know he's not trying to you know get his self right or his spirit right. We talked about earlier, you know, his, his rock, the his mom was that was that one source where he go back and kind of level him out. He don't have that. He don't have that, so he he probably he probably, I don't know. I, I would think somebody who lost their rock, they they turn to religion. They got to turn to something to kind of you know set them. And a lot of people they turn to religion when they don't have nothing else else to turn to. Mm-hmm. And so there 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 could be some genuineness, you know, behind that. Um, as far as like public acts of faith and stuff like that, I. I agree with that too. Like you, you have people going around, you know, going doing good deeds and filming it. I don't, I don't particularly mm-hmm. sub, uh, subscribe to that. Um, 
but in in Kanye's in Kanye's sense, th- there could have been an element of that. But also, like, I don't know how he can avoid that being the person that he is. I mean, clearly his gift is is in music, and if at the time he felt the best way to use his gift, look, it, it, I you say I know a lot about the Good Book. I don't know about that, but I I do know that you know well, you you know God God God, you know God, God God chooses whoever He wants for whatever task he wants. They don't have to be that. Yeah, I mean, uh, he only chooses the outstanding, clean Christian. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Does nothing wrong. No, he does, <laughs> yeah. that, that's not the case. That's yeah. that's what that's what we that's what we think. But yeah, and, that, and it could be at any given time. You know what I'm saying? Whenever he's ready. So like, right. it's, it's kind of hard to be like, you know what I mean? Like, yo, it's, it's, that. it's, you know, exactly. So like, that's why I'm saying, that's why I was saying this at the same time. It's like, who am I to be like, yo, you know? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? He, he just all of a sudden, just may have got that call. I don't know. I I I really don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, so it, yeah. his his staff from that time says they weren't being paid. So if God called you out to do his work, <laughs> why would you then not pay God's people? He told him to pray on it. I mean, I don't know. He said, in God we trust, y'all gonna get paid. I'm with, you know, I feel <laughs> you Mar, like it's like everybody's a hit, you know, it's so funny because I'm the same way. I, I can't, I can have an opinion, but I'm, I will never judge anybody. Like I can have an opinion that's like, yo, I think Kanye was using that as a, right, right, as a right. leverage point. But yeah. again, it's like with anything else, it's like someone says, oh, I don't eat meat, but you wear leather shoes. I mean, <laughs> not, like stop talking to me at that point. You don't wear leather, you got leather driving gloves on, but you don't eat meat. Okay. I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're helping a lot of cows and shit. Yeah. I mean. So, <laughs> so let me, let me let Ooh get in here because I can tell he's itching to, no, to comment no, I, on it. Well, I mean, like. like <laughs> I, I, thought, I, I thought the album was really good. Um, I, you know, you can talk the about album was, the album was good. I, the I album was it. like as a gospel album. I mean, I'm not listening to a lot of James Cleveland, um, but I listened to a lot of. I listened to that album it was the number one streamed album, and I think I won another Grammy. He ain't jumping on Hezekiah Walker, B. Yo said that. Nope. Okay, pretty good. I like Hezekiah. <laughs> I just, I mean, like you said, the, the the religious part. I mean, it always gets tricky. He would have been better off talking about kilos of cocaine. Um, so it's just, it's a weird thing. It's weird. And he talked about it in Jesus Walk. What did he say? I could talk about anything, but he talked about Jesus. My records won't get played, huh? Like. That's the that's the weirdness of our culture and our society. While that record was being played. Hmm? <laughs> While that record was being played, right? That was one of the biggest records of that time. It, it Yeah, but think about that. It took that type of artistry to make a, a song about Jesus to be played in the club and be popular and be a number one song. Well, maybe Jesus you should. New, right? You know what I mean? He's been around for like 2,000 some odd years. I don't recall. That's the first song that, that's I don't powerful. recall him playing Jesus Walk in the club. <laughs> And I know you don't either. It was the number one song in the country. It was, yeah, it was but it was here. not. It was, I was, it was I was, I was, I was, I was, I was, I was. So you get your drink and you get all shorty, shorty. Yeah. Yeah, come on, they were not playing Jesus walks when we but were playing. But what I'm saying though is, they go from Jesus walk. They go from oh, no. shorty, you owe me ice yeah, to, to Jesus walks. <laughs> He was playing on the radio, but did you ever recall hearing that? Yo, 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 you know what? Honestly, I, you know what? I I, I kind of agree with Alex on that one. I, I don't think they ever played Jesus. They were playing in the club. You know? Okay, it was number one, number one on the radio. <laughs> He's on the, the, the point 
I'm making though is that it took that type of artistry, that type of beautiful song to get such a, 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 a very. It's so funny how religion has become so controversial. Like it's religion has always well, been. It's always been controversial. Yeah, yeah, it, it, yeah, it, it, it is. But, but I but I literally could talk about how many people I shot last week. That's weird. This is a weird conundrum. But nevertheless, it's a great song. I don't know if the people got paid. I hope they got paid. Sunday services are incredible. I would love to go. I think the artistic, the artistic nature of the sets are incredible. Mm. It's an entertaining thing. I mean, well, you were I, Jewish. Shalom. <laughs> shalom. So, hey, what, what year are we on? Are we still on? We, have we reached 2020 yet? <laughs> Shit. We're, so, on, we're on we're on we're well, on twenty two, right? Well, so that's it. Yeah. That's, that's we, it. we two hours in now. We we are officially longer than a true. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> we're yeah, longer yeah. than more coverage <laughs> than the trilogy itself. <laughs> All right, come on, man. Let's finish the last two years. Bro. All right, so. All right. Well, he goes from Sunday service to this July fourth, twenty twenty. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, we're midway through twenty twenty. God damn. <laughs> President Yay. Twenty twenty feels like fifty years ago too, right? Right. He he's president Yay. But no, on 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 a serious part, right? Mm-hmm. He announces his he announces he's running. He's putting his name in a hat to become right. the president, right? right, right. After um, the general election. Yeah, yeah like yeah. I took it as a joke, but I don't know why people took it serious. Right. Well, I mean I he, he, if Donald he, Trump can he, become he, president right. of the United yeah. States, why can't Kanye become president clearly, of the United States? Clearly, clearly. Clearly he was clearly he was dead serious. He was serious right? about it, yeah. But one of the things that uh stuck out to me during this segment was th- this is when they were in um South Carolina? No, no, Wait. no. Uh, this is when they were uh man. Atlanta or something? When he was No, crying? they were over they were overseas. Oh when he announced or when he was on the phone when Cootie Cootie flew out. Oh, Dominican. Dominican. Yeah, Dominican, right, right. Cootie flew out. Um you know, and that's when he was on the phone talking about the contracts and yeah, let's go, mm-hmm. let's let's move with the with put my name in the hat. Right. Um right. I thought it was interesting during that trip, and you guys had brought it up before, um, the conversation he was having with the real estate partners, right? That's crazy. It it was it it was it was a little bugged out. Um even to the point, the interesting point to me, part to me was like, Cootie said, yo, this is the first time I've ever heard Ye talking like this. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, he didn't, not, he no longer felt comfortable filming. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it looked like he was in a, like a psychotic episode. Like he was just rambling and the people around him were so scared. They give that, like, like Marvel said, <laughs> when they start shaking their head like this, yeah. they like ready yeah. to run. But yeah. they scared to run. And they was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. This guy's fucking yeah. crazy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I know y'all, y'all, we, we kind of talked about that early on, but what do y'all think? What are your thoughts on that conversation he was having with those guys, the real estate partners? And like Cootie, I guess, realizing like, yo, something ain't right here, or this is a little off. So, you know what? Where, and, and, and again, for all the talk about Cootie and, how Kanye treated him, right? Like a friend would have done what he did because yeah. Yeah. If he if he hired somebody or somebody yeah. else, he a non friend TMZ, yeah. yeah, yeah, he allowing them they to let that bro, bro, they would not have cut that. So, yeah. w- w- you know, what do y'all think about that scene? 
Yeah, that would have been on TMZ instead of Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> if if it wasn't his real friend. Shocking. But, Kanye West goes on a rant. No, I just thought it, I thought it was a super weird conversation, but it did have the best line I have I've heard for 2022. I have it? to translate alien into English. And I tell you, yeah. yes, yeah, that yes. was the perfect thing for him to say. I was like, damn. That shit is kind of. <laughs> I like that line. Yeah, yeah. It, it was like he was like, yeah, that's a that was a damn good line. <laughs> like the way he said it was like, yo, have you been strapped down? They they, they tied me down. Yeah, and I had to slow my brain down to talk. Yeah, it was. He's just he's a special guy. And this is an idea, but it turns into. But the person that turns it into this with the iPhone, he's like, yeah, he he just didn't. It it, it, it was kind of weird the way he was saying it. But if you break it down, he probably was spitting some real shit. But the, the freneticness of which he was talking and he wasn't like, it was just keep going on and on and on. So I don't know. It felt kind of weird. I'm glad Cootie cut it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I didn't th- I didn't take it as a big diss. I didn't take it as a, you know, a big thing. I mean, that wasn't, and he continued to cut. In other situations where I'm sure, I'm sure he started to go on a rant out of nowhere, like the time when Justin Bieber was sitting there, <laughs> and <laughs> no, that's just mad uncomfortable. Like, Bieber, Biebs is like, when, when can I leave? Okay. You, you know when I knew Kanye was like manically depressed is when he was eating a, a well cooked steak off a fucking paper plate, and I was like, what plastic fork? Yeah, I was like, yo, what is going on right here? You're a billionaire. <laughs> Why would, like, okay, do you think Marcus Stewart would ever fucking eat perfectly cooked steak off a paper plate with plastic fork and knife? Never. It would never happen in life. There are certain little signs that you have to look out for. Trust me. Any billionaire, let's look at the top Forbes, the top 20 Forbes people. In a house setting, I'm not talking about outside or on a yacht or some shit. In a house setting, you're eating... <laughs> I ain't want to do no dishes, yo. No, nope. yeah, like he does dishes. <laughs> When's the last time he's driven a car? Like, I just thought that was a very odd thing. I mean, I just you know, and he was kind of begging Rick Rubin to come over. Like, yeah. it was just like one of those like yo, weird, even, like, well, like he know? told him like yeah. he was like, "Yo, are you coming to the ranch?" Yeah, he was like well, I was gonna go back. He was like, "No, I think no. you should come to the ranch." Yeah. Hey, uh, hey. He was like, well, yeah, no, I'm excited. He's like, no, excited's negative. It's a negative thing. <laughs> I can give you a car, you run across the street, you get hit by a car, and you die. Rich, Rich probably like this on the phone. This motherfucker. Yeah, like, I'm not, and, I'm a, and I smoke a lot of weed. Yeah, Rich like, he's probably saying to himself, like, I ain't going. Yeah. Like, um, but no, the, 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 the conversation was just weird. I mean, I don't even know why he was looking at a, real estate deal or hotel, whatever the fuck that shit was in that yeah. given time frame. Um, yeah. but. He just, he just, the, yeah, the, the, that got on, and that's why I was saying earlier, like, why this this part three was tough to watch. Like, it yeah. wasn't triumphant. It wasn't, mm-hmm. yeah. it wasn't even drama. It was weirdness. And it was, like, yeah. uncomfortableness. And, yeah. and it's like, I just pray for the brother. I really do. Um, yeah. I just pray for him. I really do. I mean, and even even a good time that they had there, right? Cootie, you know, thought that he was in a good place. They touched back down in the states, and then this happened. 
yo, yo, your clips are sick. Why? Come on, yo. Okay, that, that's news, yo. Come yeah, on, that's yo. a meme right there. Yeah, come on, yo. That's, come on. Well, that's no, that's the part where, I mean, he was he was crying there, and that's the yeah. part where people started talking about where he they thought he was having an episode because he got upset. He kept saying though, you know, if I I'm talking about abortion. And people right. think that I'm not supposed to get upset about that, which he had a good, which he had a a, a good point about. Um, you know, it's Richard. Richard said, "Can we give Rick? No, we can't, Richard. <laughs> we can't. We can't. Come to the he, ranch." He, you know, uh, how long you stay for? I'm he, come <laughs> the fact that he can, you know, is is no, it's. Listen, the fact that he could have a conversation with Rick Rubin like that and hey, even invite him to the ranch and tell him you'll know you're coming back to the ranch, that that's special in itself. But <laughs> well, that's because of Jay-Z though. That's that's all because of Jay-Z. I mean, the reason he can Rick Rubin will, will like engage with him like that is because of Hove. Like there's no Rick Rubin probably talks to Hove a different way about Kanye West than he talks to Kanye West to Kanye West's face. Yeah, and this is yeah. the whole thing is like so like, to Kanye, guys really too. they be called they'll probably call yo Kanye wanna be to stay over that motherfucker. Jay-Z probably like <laughs> Yeah, he tried to get me to come over that motherfucker too. Like, yo <laughs> I mean, talented dude, I'd go there and fuck with him, but I'm not staying over that motherfucker. Yeah. Like and but you know, that's actually a good point, Marvel. Talking to Kanye is probably really tough. <laughs> like cause cause he he just I stayed over there. <laughs> No, no, no. Yo, yo. He peed the bed. I ain't fuck with him. You know, two days. 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 Two I don't know if at KFC he ordered too much. <laughs> but no, in all, in, in all seriousness, I, we 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 laugh and you know we having fun filming this. Obviously, we're we're buddies. We've been friends for over twenty plus years. So I don't want anybody to th- think that we're making light of anything that Kanye may have struggled with, have gone through, or whatever the case may be, because that's not the nah, case. Man. Um, but <laughs> what, what... <laughs> what is that? It's like the fucking Three Stooges snoring, yo. Just <laughs> <laughs> to wrap it up, but you know. Wrap me... it up, B. <laughs> let, let, me, let me answer Richard again. No, really, no, he didn't show up at my show, bro. Yeah. Dude, Richard, no, Richard, Dick, Richard, he did I, not. I like, I like, I do like you, the, Richard. The Richard, do you, do you, do you go by I, Richard or, or Dick? <laughs> <laughs> I do like, I do like Richard because Richard has, you know, rather is 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 good, bad, or indifference. He okay. has supported. He has watched our episodes, so I I'm do appreciate you, you sitting in here. Yeah, we, we do appreciate you. We appreciate it, man. No, we no, no we don't have the power. What we're, we're, we're saying about Kanye is not a diss, Richard. It's just it's just what it is. It's like these, these are things that he actually lived. We're just giving our opinion on that. But anyway, now again, we yo we need we need people to give you know no you know, we give, do give us and that's, type of comments yo that's that's people, why I keep them coming. 
That's why I welcome uh, Richard, Mr. Collins, because like I said, me and him, we've exchanged a few messages back and forth throughout the, the week on some comments that he's left on some of our videos, and I appreciate it. I, I don't never go at nobody. Yeah. You know, we appreciate it. It's all, it's, it is what it is. And for him to be in here and still check checking out the episode and, and on this ride with us, Man, salute to you, Richard. Make That's sure you good. subscribe, though, brother. <laughs> Come back to the I'll, next I'll, one, I'll yeah, Richard. We, we're gonna get we're gonna get Elon number from you, Richard. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, we, after that, after that dick comment, Richard said, "Fuck y'all." No, Richard, Richard said this. Richard actually means rich, powerful ruler. Look it oh. up. Hey, Richard ain't playing no games. Hell with no, you, no that, that's cool. Yeah, Dick is also a name for Richard. Right? I mean, it's, it's a fact. <laughs> Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> fellas, <laughs> we, I don't know where we get the sound. We got a sound guy all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Richard Bay Show. <laughs> Richard Bay Show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but clearly, clearly, we're having too much fun. Too much fun. Yeah. So, listen, in closing, man. Let's start with our guest, Marvel, man. Listen, we appreciate you coming on, man. Closing anyway, and you want the people to find you. I know you had a YouTube channel on here where you were doing Oh, yeah, yeah, I did a little something on the real estate thing. You know, I had Elon on there last week. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he, was on my, he, was on, he was DMing me and shit. I, you know, I tried I try to get him in for three, but then, you know, I was like 12 or nothing, you know? I mean, that's, that's how I get down. But, <laughs> but no, no, I mean, it, this has been so much fun. Um <clears throat> You know, Kanye is crazy, genius, whatever we want to call him. But at the end of the day, it just sums up to a person that had access to what the United States offers. A person has access to those things where they're put in a position. I mean, that's just the bottom line. There's a lot of people more talented than Kanye. That's a fact that never had the opportunity. There's people less talented than Kanye that had the opportunity and did more than Kanye. So it just... It just always speaks to the levels of humanity. And at the end of the day, there's nothing we can do more than believe in what we want to do, our craft, and go forward. And however we land, we land. doesn't make her better or worse because people win the lottery all the time that are shitty people. <laughs> that doesn't make them, you know, real wealth endured people. So, um, so you know, I think that this has been a great discussion on, on, on so many different levels. So I appreciate the time. Thank you. For sure, for sure. Oh, the wildest way, man. Listen, this this whole thing was spawned by you, man. You wanted to talk about this documentary, and it turned into us going on all three episodes. So, shout out to you, man, for thinking about doing this. Well, I I, I knew, um, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I just knew, you know. I knew the documentary was going to be good. I knew he's a controversial figure. I knew we all love his music. I, so I, I knew it was just going to be well well watched and, and people going to have their opinions on them. Um, yes, I am a Kanye fan. There's no doubt about it. I I, I really enjoy him. I'm, I'm not, uh, <laughs> I was waiting for it. I'm sorry. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm not too high to say that he doesn't mess up, but shit, we all mess up and we all are striving for like Marvel said, doing the best that we can do. And I'm just praying for the brother. I know he's got a lot going on and I know he's being pulled in so many different ways. Um, I'm praying for his health. I'm praying for his family. 
And, you know, I really hope we get some more good music because he's an incredible artist. And uh, thank you guys, like I said, for uh, letting me come on and speak my talks. Thank you guys. Word, word. Quan, final thoughts on the doc, man. Um, <clears throat> Three-part doc, man. It, it was... Um, it was eye opening just I guess to see him from another light. Um, I think ultimately, like I said, we talked about Cootie a lot. I think it was something to where he was able to, you know, get his side of his story out. Um, and I think he was able to, um, to you know, to eat handsomely off of it. I think he, him and the other guy got like 30 million off of this uh documentary. So I saw this so, week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know. Uh, hey, for Sam, for someone that that traveled with Kanye for twenty something years and documented, um, ultimately, you know, it, it came out. It came out with a good cause. He got thirty million off of it. You know what I mean? So he's able to use that for his life. Set his set his wife and his you know his daughter up, and for life. And that I mean that was good. So, but it also we were able to actually. The good thing about it was that um, and to piggyback on what Mikey said, like Daoud, like you know, just something that. You um you know you thought about <clears throat> you brought to the table and this was something that you know um, you helped spawn man and um, we had three great episodes to where we were able to come together and um you know and, and, and build off of it and um so and that's that's the most important thing we can come together we all have different views or different you know uh, opinions on it mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> and at the end of the day we all can shine some type of light on on the you know particular situation um, with the documentary. And it, it was just great. It was it was it was a great three episodes, man. Yeah, great three episodes. Mm-hmm. I really really enjoyed it. No doubt. Thank you, brother. Word. OTR Brandon. I know you're ready to go. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I have nothing new to to add that we haven't already talked about for the last two hours and fifteen minutes. <laughs> um. <laughs> Rick, Rick got his comfy pants on. He got his comfy pants on. <laughs> oh shit! Um, <laughs> nah, man. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for listening. Ooh, Marble, thank y'all for thank y'all for coming on. Hey, this is this is this is like a gal all over again. Man. All over again. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Um, so hey, I had a great time, man. Mm-hmm. And uh let's 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 do this again. Mm-hmm. Uh Alex, you said you were steadfast. You said you weren't gonna watch no Kanye in your house. <laughs> you didn't, and you still made a way to be a part of this series. That's impressive. <laughs> Any final thoughts on this thing we put together, the trilogy of this documentary. Nope, dock this boat and get us home. <laughs> well, good people. Wrap it up, B. That was Off the Record Podcast. The real Off the Record Podcast. If you got a problem with it, holler at our lawyers. They somewhere around here. They, they somewhere. But we got lawyers somewhere. In the metaverse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the metaverse. But yo, to everybody that's checked it out, to Jose, Rich, Mr. Collins. That's been in the in the that's been in the comments. We appreciate y'all hanging with us, man. I eat a bag Tim. of salty Richards. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 
I couldn't resist. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Sorry. Elon calling me. Hold on. I couldn't resist. Y'all going to make me. Okay. I denied the call. Until next time, yo. Y'all mess, man. We out. Peace. Peace.